going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. He's always right. Nail on the head. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with God Allah and the eight-time, eight-time, 8X demonetized champion. As a brother said here, he had to search for me. He's not even coming up on the search bar. You had to type my name all the way in. You're in here with the realest of the real. And we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about a woman. I cannot pronounce her name. I should have actually done my research and figured out how to pronounce her name. But I'm going to say Eva Marcel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Eva Marcel. All right. Give myself the buzzer. I'm bad with names anyway. Eva Marcel. <laughs> Eva Marcel's divorce. What's so interesting about Eva Marcel's divorce? Oh, just Eva Pigford. Okay. Eva Pigford. All right. I know Eva Pigford from I know her from America's Top Model, but that was the last I ever heard of her. And apparently she's on the Real House of Atlanta. All right. So I, I don't know anything about that, but I'm going to say Eva Pigford. I do know who she is. I don't know anything about her or her husband, but 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 there's an interesting caveat to their divorce that is coming up. And of course, we're going to review several divorces here because. I am not the divorce attorney, divorce attorney. I am the expert on this one. And I can tell you the ins and outs and the outs and ends of the institution of marriage. All right. And anytime you put institute on things, most of the time, it's not good. All right. The institute of public school, right? Public school mm -hmm. institutions, mental health institutions mm -hmm. and the institutions of marriage. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. All of those three normally aren't very good for you. All right. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about Amber Heard trying to wriggle her way out of paying off Johnny Depp. Remember, she got hit with having to pay off in excess of 15 million, which was shrunk down to 10 million. And then it was uh, she passed it around. She still is not trying to pay off this debt. And we're going to talk about why women do these things, because contracts contracts mean nothing to them unless it's in a con an elusive contract, an aloof contract. Right. If there's a verbal agreement and they'll make verbal agreements and then they'll renege renege and they'll pull out yes and they'll pull the rug from under your foot bait and switch you and then they'll claim to be the victim but when they are on the other the shoes on the other foot they'll try to wriggle out of it we also got some other great stories that we wish to tell for you today and um before we start with the earlier contributors to today's show hit the like button in here we got 700 people already ready to go Okay, already ready to go on both channels as we're simulcasting on fakebook.com, the fakest place on earth. Mm. All right, faker than Disneyland, but shout out to everybody on fakebook.com. All right, and uh, we also have uh, the simulcast on the Free Agent Lifestyle and the Notorious CGA channel. If you wish to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. That's pinned to the live chat. Top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, the most censored man and the hardest hitting channel on YouTube and Venmo Coach Greg Adams TV. 
and you also have the Notorious CGA channel. And I just wanted to give y'all an update of something that I've been warning you about, and we're here. You know what time it is. New, 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 new world order. All right, you guys got to get ready for this one. We're going to do a story. We're going to kick it in and give you guys a little bit of edutainment before we get the show crack-a-lacking. All right, um, what's going on in the world today, as you know? Brazil has jumped on the bandwagon and starting to use the yen. So you passport bros better go down there and trade in yo, 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 yo dollars. All right. Yo dollars, yo dollars might not mean what it means because they're leaning towards the yen as well. Joining in with Russia. And also Australia is already shuffling with the banks. And if you want to see something here, we're not going to dive deep into the story, but major Australian banks to end cash withdrawals. From its branches as the end of the paper note looms. New, 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 new I know. Remember, we have the professor of economy come on here and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't have an economics degree. But I got a street. I got a degree in the street of hard knocks. All right. I got a I got a degree in um, totalitarianism. All right. That's what I have a degree in. And I know a good I, I know a good um, I know a good totalitarian government could not and will not waste a crisis and i know that i know that inherently and when you're dealing with crises crises that pushed upon the public and getting them in a severe panic or they're questioning your safety a totalitarian government or totalitarian people will never waste an opportunity and that's what i saw i don't need a degree in economics all right i know what people will do to control other people and that's what it is. That's why they call me the, the notorious one. That's why they call me Mr. Cocciolini. All right. And now you have Australian over there shuffling. I've been warning you of bank runs for over about two years. And we've already had them here. I've also been warning you about American companies laying off people. People don't think this is a big deal when they see these headlines. I just want to tell you, when you see these headlines, these are big deals. This is big deals. People losing their jobs. They're getting parachutes. They're getting like three months of income. All right. And, and maybe access to unemployment, which is basically going to tax the welfare system um, what, and unemployment. I call it unemployment. Um, uh, when you see people losing their jobs at this rate. All right. We've already going to we're we're going to hit the million job million job loss at some particular point. This is going to affect also all areas of the economy. Right. It's also going to affect people's ability to pay card notes in the next three to four months and also mortgage and rent all right yes your rent yes this is what it your is rent's due, motherfucker. so it's a domino effect all right it just doesn't affect job market you also you so you have electronic arts on the the 50 11th company to lay people off you do have other companies here in the last couple of moments today this is all today's news roku laying off 200 jobs in their second round of layoffs and when you hear these rounds these aren't the last rounds. These are just the most recent rounds. And then you have another company here, Disney, laying off entire sections of companies um, uh, within their company, sections, departments, the entire metaverse department let go at Disney. OK, you also have uh, ABC News executive teams getting cut because Disney's laying off people left and right. ESPN. Reaching about a what um, rumored to be some 9,000, 8,000 layoffs left and right, including some top names of personality. Disney ain't playing. And your boy, Jonathan Majors, might get laid off if you don't produce that damn video. This is day number five. Day number five of that ninja not being cleared of his uh, 
uh, accusations. And of course, the woman is quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. Where's she at? Where's she at? You know where she at? She in her attorney's office, that jealous one of mother suckers out here trying to get paid, ruining that man's career. Um, it is what it is, but that's the chance you take when you're out here operating not in your best manhood. All right. Sometimes it's better to just pay up front rather than to pay this steep note on the back end like that brother's going to do. Anyway, anyway, that's the day's news, man. And that's the day's catch up of new, the new, 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 new world order. It is what it is, guys. Watch out for these people, man. People are going to be scamming. Scamming is going to go out of control. Plotting, home invasion, Stephen. All right. My alarm is always set when I'm at home. And of course, the jammy is always near. You know what I mean? I always keep the hammer close because whoever run up in here, one of them going to catch one at least before they go and rummage through my house. So here's the reality, guys. I want you guys to start thinking way in advance. Stop getting distracted by the Mickey Mouse news. Stop getting distracted by things that don't matter that are beyond your control. Stop being getting your feelings hurt by one female YouTube con create, content creator. It's, it's actually phenomenal that we talk about this and keep harping on these particular stories when the reality is actually far worse than anything that you might have never experienced a hundred years ago. But I want you guys to get on your game, get on your grind. All right. Have your what compound interest working for you. Have your residual income in place so that you can keep getting paid even after you produce the work and also your passive income through investments, multiple streams of income. These are the things that you need to be worried about, right? Indeed. And get some ammo and some gold. I meant to bring out my gold and silver just to show you it is possible for you to have something tangible in your hand. And from our brothers that are reporting from the money mindset, gold is going to be spiking like crazy. They're running out of inventory, all right? They're running out of inventory. So while you wait mad about pearly things talking about slavery 200 years ago gold is running out meaning like they cannot hold it fast enough and um you guys got to realize that by the time you realize to go get you some tangibly it's going to be gone gone it's going to be gone all right and so you guys better get in on some of these deals uh, because listen what's happening is happening you can't stop it you can only hope to contain it get your silver too all right anyway we're going to go into the earlier contributors to today's show. Indeed. Let me see here. Well, where's my brother, Albert Wesker, sleeping at the wheel? <laughs> All right, let me see here. All right, Albert Wesker's not here this morning, but it is legal Latino heat. He says, thank you for sharing your knowledge and wisdom. Appreciate it, sir. All right, we're going to get a, a lot of knowledge and wisdom about the family court later on in today's show, and I better put these topics up. We're also going to talk about... Um, um, disowning family members, <laughs> disowning family members. We're going to talk about that. Ron Howard, Ron Howard's daughters out there on naked, getting naked. And he had to deal with the reality of the monetized empowered woman. All right. We're going to talk about that and maybe tie it into the Lana road situation. It's getting crazy out there. And these horny grannies, we're going to talk about horny grannies too. I mean, we got a whole bunch of crazy to go here. LaWar Morris is a little off topic coach, but it's only the feelings culture that wants kids to vote and to put kids up in front of the issues. It is only the feelings culture, okay? All right, anytime again, you, you, you will find that I will eventually, I will immediately abandon support for anyone who puts kids at the forefront of their issue. It is a cowardice move. It is an attempt to protect whatever they're doing, nefarious 
goals or aspirations to do what they want to do as mature, mentally ill adults or mature psycho adults. And they push the kids to the forefront of it because obviously, well, what about the kids and what about their feelings and what about them? And what about if they, they want to touch, they want to hurt themselves. And what about the kids and the kids were going to die and not have a good future. Anytime an issue was put up front and the kids are pushed into the forefront of the issue, they're using them as human shields and they are cowardice individuals. And I automatically disagree with whatever they're talking about. Absolutely. How dare you? Yeah. How dare me? It's a coward's move. All right. And you see people doing this shit all the time. Mothers do this with their children and family court issues. They put the kids in front of them as human shields. What about the kids? Don't you care about your kids? That's a human shield. It's a coward's move. And obviously, if you say F them damn kids, there you go. See, you don't care. It's a coward's move. All right. So anyway, all right. I abandon support at that particular point. Anyway, we got Derek Choice. Coach, your show makes my work days more enjoyable. You had me sniggling while driving my forklift. Uh Oh, we don't want to have you messing up at the job, but we I'm glad that I can get you know, get you through about three, three and a half hours, five, 10 hours through your work day, man. All right. Indeed. Somebody, Stoney Montana says, why would you need a degree when you can just open up a few history books? Indeed. Indeed. Degrees are, the degrees are almost, man. If you have a bachelor's of arts degree in about five years, you could just use that shit as toilet paper, bruh. In about five years, Certainly in 20 years, that's going to be good-ass toilet paper. Just keep balling it up, fo- unfold it, ball that shit up, unfold it, ball it up, unfold it. That shit is going to be toilet paper. Degree. All right, but yeah, open your, do your own studying. Newski just found out the U.S. dollar is made of 70% cotton and 25% linen. He says cotton comes from a tree and linen from a plant. So money is, in fact, does grow on trees. All right. Yeah, it does grow on trees. That's what women think. That's what women think for sure. All right. Women be like, you got some money. You got a little bit of that money. And I'd be like, as long as you got a little bit of that honey. All right. Yeah. Hello. We can have a meeting of the minds and we can have a little body talk. Let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. All right, shout out to Dave G says a little something for the blinky, the blicky icky, the blicky icky for my blicky icky over here. All right, they not gonna catch me without the blick. All right, I'm in a pro, I'm in an open carry state too. So hello. <laughs> All right, we got Pro Man one number one. He says you called Jonathan Majors. I called it. I'm still waiting. Oh, coach, she had a retraction letter. Where? <laughs> I called it. Y'all be living the hope strategy. Tell these man, pro man. Y'all be living the hope strategy. Oh, it's gonna charge is gonna be dropped tomorrow. He's gonna be back at work. Okay, where that at? Where that? I don't really be talking just allegiantly on my hope, or I don't ally with a guy because it's a man or a black man. I don't do that shit. I look at the I look at the facts. All right. Day number five ain't shit moved. <laughs> right, where we at? And he says, you call Jonathan Majors, number two, America voted for its downfall. Go woke, go broke. America did it. And I actually called it, too. I called that, too. I've been calling that, too. I was like, y'all going to get what y'all asked for. I mean, they just made it too easy for me. You guys make it too easy for me sometimes. Uh, Latino, 
legal heat. <laughs> I messed it up. It's legal Latino heat. Listen to you for two years. I've doubled my money. No five-figure problems. Cut XXs. And the junior college is lit. I turned 38 Sunday. Thanks for improving us. Indeed. Thank you, brother. And people ask you. They ask, well, what's the solution, coach? And men figure out. They read between the lines. They get the book. They invest in themselves. They really hear what I'm trying to tell you. People think I'm anti-woman. I'm not. I enjoy you, ladies. Ladies, I enjoy you. I'm anti um uh I'm anti women who are bothering me. <laughs> I'm anti wasting time with women. That's I'm anti that, yeah, for sure. But I like women when you do what I need you to do, which is mostly just <laughs> laugh at my corny jokes. Bat your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. We cool. Just doing that. Don't come up here. I'm a boss, bitch. I got my own business. But uh, then you got $200. I'm a little bit short on my rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. I don't want to hear no boss bitch shit. And then when the check comes, you sitting over there. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm anti that. <laughs> Daniel McGee, he says, just got my first dividend payment. He says, now my money is making money. When you actually see stuff like that, you see investments, compound interest, dividends, when you have an IRA, when you can fulfill your IRA, pay all the way into it the most you can for uh, one calendar year. When you start doing these things, you might not have the things that you want in terms of the bling bling, but those type of things bring you a lot of joy. Men, accomplishments override vagina. Vagina is great. But accomplishments are fantastic. <laughs> All right. Somebody says, what do you like about women? I just said it. I just said it. Read between the lines. I mean, I be saying, I be saying, I be saying exactly what I like about women. I just went through it. Come on, man. <laughs> I just went through it. Y'all act like y'all not listening sometimes. Are y'all listening? Get your ear wax. Clear the ear wax out your ear. I just said it. I just went through it. I told you a woman that I would spend time with and the woman that I wouldn't. And I gave you, I gave you a couple examples. And then I gave you another example. I gave you an example of the boss bitch, bitch. And then she still needs help. And then I gave you another example of the, the neotness, goofy, quiet woman. I just gave you two examples. Come on, man. At the end of that. <laughs> My man, Jay Flo, it is the 30th and pretty soon. Your rent's due, motherfucker. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Oh, that too. The Oh, that one. But oh, that type of what do I like about women? Oh, I get it. All right. All right. Maybe I'll talk about it later. Tina's here. Tina's here. So I think she's, is she a Puerto Rican? I don't know. She might get some. I might tell Tina. She looked like a Puerto Rican or a black Puerto Rican. Tina, you Puerto Rican? <laughs> Is Tina Puerto Rican? Tell me, tell me. Well, what are you? Are you a black? Are you a black Puerto Rican? She gonna tell me. But your rent's due, Tina. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, Jay Flo said your rent's due. <laughs> oh, she Nigerian? Oh, we could talk. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I none know your name. 
Can we talk for a minute? I like I like Nigerian chicks, despite what you I like Nigerian chicks. They bubble be they bubble they bubble be on point. They bubble be on point. Nigerian chicks, man, for sure. You know what I mean? If you want you a traditional woman, go get you a Nigerian chick. You know what I mean? Like you want if you y'all, he said I'm sipping now. Yo, I will I will bang out a Nigerian chick. But here's the problem. You know, there's always a problem. You know, there's always a problem with not with the with the. There's always a problem. I just gave the props. Now I'm going to tell you what your problem is. I'm going to tell you what your problem is. <laughs> All right. They be lying. They ass off, brother. They be lying. They ass off. You can't believe a word they say. You can't believe a word they say. They some of the biggest liars on the planet. All right. They be up. To, shout out to my Nigerian brothers. They be lying, bro. Oh, my Lord. But they good at finessing. They good at finessing. You can't believe a word out of their mouth. But at the end of the day, though, they be telling you some good shit. Oh, how you doing? Oh, I love you, my black brother. Oh, Wakanda forever. All right. Now, now, now. Oh, my brother. Yeah, my brother. Oh, you, you the brother. You the king. I wash your feet, brother. I'm going to wash your feet all your life. I be loyal to you forever. Wakanda forever. We, brother, we, you've come from the people, from my people. And get away from their father. Their father's been a scammer from like day one. He was born a scammer, and she comes from a direct lineage of scammers. All right, watch out for them, bro. Do not marry one. <laughs> Do not marry no Nigerian chick. All right, man, please. But hey, uh, Nigerian Tina, Nigerian ex, uh, I see you go. Hey, bring your ass up over here. I'll take care of you because I know the bubble. I know the bubble is just right. The bubble going to be right. But you got to go. All right. Do not tell your father about me, please. All right. That ninja going to be in my bank account. Hey, uh, Tina, can you get the last three digits from his credit card? Tina just watching me pay for shit. All right. She just watching that car card flash by her. She already got the last four digits. She already got the last four digits on the card. She just needs the three digits on the back for her daddy. All right. Soon as she get them three digits on the back, she gonna be gone like this, gone like November, like motherfucker. She gonna be out. She already do. She do not let them buy your file cabinet in your office. She gonna rifle through that shit, rifling. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, but bring that bubble. I'll take care of it for real quick. But you are gonna have to get kicked. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. All right. Shout out to her, by the way. <laughs> Don't believe anything they tell you. Don't do not believe anything they tell you. All right, she's gonna tell you all lies. All right. Oh, his. Oh, my father was a professor. All right. Dude, you know, I know them, prof, dude. Professional Nigerians. Don't don't let them get away with this, guys. And I'm not trying to be racist. Don't let them. <laughs> do not let them get away with that. Oh my my father was a doctor. My father was a chiropractor in Nigeria. He was a king. He he was a professor. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> all right anyway yeah 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 that don't mean he can't scam nobody we got people here that got degrees straight up scammers all right stop it let's stop it all right anyway tina i know you you're, you've been here for two years at least 
So we still welcome you here. I appreciate you. Uh, but but if you want to bring that bubble over, come on and then tell me, show me them ashy feet. He says he may have taught me then to hack into a he says she, he may have taught them how to hack into computers. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's give her a round of applause. Yeah. She now she's telling the truth. Now she's telling the truth. <laughs> and come cook for me, by the way. Make me some of that goat. I need some goxtail goat, whatever you got. Bring the pain. All right, we got Juan says O'Shea got 5011 videos on JPT. Uh-oh, what's going on, man? Everybody. Yeah, that brother's starving. Everybody going in on them. Hey, man, everybody make their rent this week. Talking about just pearly things. Everybody got their rent. Okay. In about three weeks, nobody will remember. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, look, everybody got their rent. People be making rent, YouTube content creators. Oh, shit, I ain't got shit else to talk about. Okay, there's something popular. Eight videos coming. Mm. <laughs> all right, people be all up in the thumbnail, dragging the topic out, repeating and hammering the same point. This woman said one goddamn thing. She said one thing, ninjas making eight videos. Mm. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Just unsubscribe and keep it moving. All up in the video. We got our man, no government name, Bryant. I messed that up. He says, Jonathan Major's attorney claims he's got receipts and video evidence proving his innocence. Oh, really now? Well, where is it? He said that on Sunday. Where is it at? I'm still waiting for that. Where is it at? <laughs> Release that shit. Leak it. Leak the, leak the video already, bruh. Leak them letters already. Let me see it. Oh, no, no. We're going to wait till May, May 9th, the court date. Okay. By then, he done lost all his deals. Disney already laying off. Where is it at? <laughs> yeah, I messed up. Okay, let me do let me do three more and uh, four more, and I'm going to get on. All right, let's see. We got our man. We'll call you Jake the Snake Roberts in the building. I think you doubled up. Jake the Snake Roberts is here. <laughs> All right. We got our man, uh, LLC, Green Hill LLC coach. I love, he says, I still love you very, very much. No homo. I recommend you the article about the adoption finesse yesterday. Okay, thank you, brother. We're going to show you about this woman. This woman, Eva Marcel, Eva Pigford out here. Finessing the hell out of this man. Apparently, though, he cheated. We're going to tell you the hypocrisy of women. I'm going to tell you where they get you. Shout out to my man, Jay Cool. He says, I've ghosted society so hard that I was not even aware that the Nashville incident even occurred. I just focus on myself, improve my body, keep saving and not buying things I don't want. He says, I don't. Oh, not buying things I do not want or need and just spend money on things I enjoy. And was not doing 10 years ago. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Focus on you. I'm going to tell you that ultimate finesse. And then we're going to go with the Green Hill uh, brother here. He says, Coach, uh, one of my one of your nappy-headed mods timed me out because I said, fall of the great empire. I'm crying, Coach's voice. He says, why they do me like that, Sean? Yo, Sean, why they do me like that, Sean? Um, I don't know. What did he say? Did you put it in all capitals? That's probably what happened. Getting on with today's show. Getting on with today's show. 
already did point number one. We're going to point number two, an update for my legacy ninjas. How many of you guys still want you and want your own personal woman? You guys want your own personal woman. She down for you. She's a down ass chick. All right. You want her and then you want to procreate and then you want to have a kid and have a legacy and your kids are going to listen to you. Yes, father, father, whatever you say, father, we'll follow your plan. Okay. You don't want them to have independent thinking. You don't want your daughter to be out in these streets. You don't want your son shooting up Chicago. All right. You want your own personal legacy. Well, let's give you an update on how weird shit is getting. You got to count. First of all, if you send them to public school, you already messed up. Just so you know, if you send them to public school, the chances of your kids listening to your ass is slim to none and slim just died. All right. So that's number one. They're going to be corrupted. Their software is going to be corrupted by the fourth grade, especially if they got a liberal teacher, which there's a 90 percent chance they'll have one. But now you got this shit right here. Ron Howard, you know him. Opie Cunningham. Well, it's actually Richie Cunningham and Opie Taylor, but the Saturday night skit, Saturday night live skit with Eddie Murphy, he's Opie Cunningham. All right, so Ron Howard's been on TV since the 70s, and he's been working hard. He's been directing films, and he's been do he probably was had the blue chip mindset, and he probably wanted the best of the best for his daughter. And he sends his daughter to a liberal arts camp or a liberal indoctrination camp, and she comes out jacked up, her whole damn software corrupted. And so Ron Howard's like, oh, you're going to be an actress. Yes, father, I'm going to follow in your footsteps. Great. But then when he goes to her show, she out there full nude, all up in the video, all up on the radio, all up on the television, all up on the performance. And here you go. She's performing nude. His daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard. And I would love to see this redhead in all of her pink skin. All right. I would love to see this in the nude. But now he goes to her show, probably shocked that she's out there fully nude. Now, damn. <laughs> Ron Howard said it was a complete assault on his psyche to watch his daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard, perform fully nude in a college play. Not even, not even the blue chippers can keep these girls from getting naked, right? And it says Bryce has since starred in the movies The Village and two Jurassic World uh, films. Seeing your kid naked on stage is probably not exactly what a parent hopes for the child. For their children, but that's what Ron Howard got when he went to see his daughter Bryce years ago in a college play, according to Howard, who appeared in the weekend's episode of In Depth with Graham Bessinger. Within seven or eight minutes into the show, nobody had any clothes on, Howard said, of the experimental theater uh, production. I was sitting next to my dad, and it says right here, I wasn't sure what he was thinking. When it was over, he turned to me and said, I think that's just great. That's what college is all about. She never is going to be afraid to be on stage again. Th that's just the view. Uh, that's just the way he viewed things. So he was proud of her and her courage as an artist. When he asked if he was reluctant to see his daughter in the play, he mused, no, because first of all, 
I knew there was nudity. I didn't realize it was full body nonstop. It was a complete assault on a father's psyche. This says right here, Howard first realized Bryce could act when she was 13. Help. Well, listen. I don't know what we're talking about there, but she later went on to the New York's University Institution of Higher Learning, a.k.a. the public, the private school and indoctrination camp. All right. And so forth and so on. And there's a whole article in this. It says, for me to be weird about something that honestly really doesn't have anything to do with me. I just realized that that's just short-sighted. All right. And so here we go. We have to have supportive parents realize that it's art and so forth and so on. And people have to lie to themselves about this type of thing. Well, you didn't plan to have your daughter out there at the age of 18 fully naked within five years, did you? You did not. Nope. And this is what legacy ninjas have to deal with. Your children are beyond your control, sometimes even when they're children. But then when they come adults, they out here running around in these streets. In these streets. He's trying to act like he's a supportive parent. But it's okay if you're not supportive of your, of your kids' endeavors, especially when they become adults. And that leads us to Lana Rhodes. And, of course, I lost the video. But there's a video that I had ready to go lined up. And I realized the tab was closed. So I might have to peruse through my history. But. Um, it's uh, not going to be as easy as you would think because how it, how the tab was open, it's um, it doesn't necessarily say what the video is. So it's a little bit tricky. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But Lana Rhodes is out there sniggling and crying and trying to tell and warn young women not to get into pornography. She says, don't get into pornography like I did, essentially paraphrasing that it ruined her life with her parents. AKA she doesn't talk to her mother anymore. Her mother refuses to talk to her because she was out there getting blacked and gang banged and doing two girls in one cup and all of that type of shit. Now she made a name of herself. She since had allegedly bright uh, Blake Griffin's child. And now she's, you know, out doing what she wants to do. And she's also regretting her prime past. However, she also said her father and stepmother want nothing to do with her. Her father and stepmother and her mother want nothing to do with her. And this is why she's telling young girls, she's going on a crusade to tell young girls, hey, maybe prawn is not a good decision for you. Unfortunately, we live in a world where women are doing their own personal prawn. These renegades are doing prawn on Instagram and OnlyFans. And they're also doing various things under the cover of those things, right, that you do not see. And a lot of parents are having to make a difficult choice. Do I support my kid in the essence of Ron Howard? No matter what you do, you still are going to be in my legacy. You're still going to be in my lineage. I'm not going to write you off. I'm going to just go ahead and have to swallow it. Pause. I'm going to have to swallow it and still love you for who you are, a.k.a. Gabrielle and Dwayne Wade. Whoever you are, doesn't matter as long as I'm a supportive parent. And that's all that matters. That's some liberal bullshit to me. That's literal bullshit. See, back in the day, you used to be able to cut a kid smooth off. Cut your ass off. I'm writing your ass out the wheel. That's how white folks used to do it. All right, but y'all done got soft out here. Y'all done got soft out here. Back in the day, black folks, if you had a church and you were a pastor and your wife was and your daughter was singing the devil's music and your wife was out here hoeing, you can write their ass smooth off. <laughs> Oh, work. That's what you're going to do. OK, I raised you to be what? And you out here going to do. OK, you wrote off. Mm. 
let your ass out there flounder in these streets. Get the hell up out of here then. I don't owe you shit. Don't talk to me no more. But people are like, that's your own flesh and blood. You should do whatever you need to do, and they can do whatever they do, and, and you supposed to be there. Uh-uh. You disown, ninja. Get the hell up out of here. Are you disowned. You not in the will. As a matter of fact, there's a woman that was disowned from her family and, and put in jail, and she's trying to put a hit on the whole family. Like, that's how unloyal these ungrateful beasts are. They're out here trying to put a hit on you when you disown their ass, right? She's sitting in jail plotting, sending hitman and praying, playing for your downfall, your own family members. Okay. Right. They ass off. Lana Rose family was like, nah, we ain't going for that shit. Mm. <laughs> All right. And so you guys got to understand and people want to know that the story I was talking about, about the uh, young lady who um, was setting up her family because she got rode off. Then she was trying to send hitman. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I had a tab up. Uh, let's see if I can find it just so I can show you. Uh, where is it at? Uh, man, what, I lost it. I lost it. Yeah, man, I, I had all these things to share. And then I sometimes, oh, here we go right here. Let me see. There's the, there's the thing. The moral of the story is sometimes your legacy doesn't work out like it works out on paper. And sometimes when that happens, what you guys do and what people tend to do is say, well, just because we're blood, that means... That means everything, and um, I should support you at all costs. Here it is right here. Florida woman accused of attempting to hire inmates to delete her family for $2 million inheritance. Legacy ninjas. Here it is right here. All right, so this is it right here. And this is, of course, a daughter. She after her life up like women do. And then all of a sudden, when the shit don't work out, then they praying and praying for your downfall. Oh, I got a $2 million inheritance. Let's kill my family. Dude, you got to learn, right? So if they not working right, if they ain't doing what they supposed to do, write they ass off. All right? It is what it is. And look, shit, shit happens all the time. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is don't put up with bullshit from people, family members, friends, your mama, your daddy, whoever it is, your kids, your wife, your ex-wife, your girlfriend. Stop putting up with shit with people. Because at the end of the day, even when you put up with shit, then uh, um, even when they don't follow your shit, like they be, they become addicted to drugs or alcohol. That's a big one for me. Um, drugs and alcohol, there's simply been always messages not to do it. And I always tell people, if you're a part of my family and you become an addict, I'm not helping you. <laughs> Meaning like, it's a disease and you got to help me, help me go through my, um, help me go through my 12 step program. I ain't helping you with shit. You on your own mother sucker. All right, you a crackhead coming back, robbing me blind. Oh, hell no. And then what happens is when you help them, the minute you stop helping them, they do shit like this, hire hitman to uh, delete you. Mm. Cut they ass off. I'm a cold mother sucker. Cut they ass off. They will delete your ass. They don't give a shit about them, especially if they're an addict or they effed up their life. Cut them off, bruh. Y'all not hearing me with this shit. Y'all want me to take the, um, uh, Support them no matter what. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, don't cut them off. Don't let don't invite their ass back to the crib. Can you can I come see? No. No. Oh, I, I grew up. I learned. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not how it works. And we used to be able to do this. But now y'all care too much. Y'all feelings all in your feelings. Let me show you this. I'm going to show you this. This is what y'all legacy ninjas have to look forward to. So here it is right here. 
Um, this is the patriarch. This is what they do to y'all in y'all legacy. All right. First of all, they throw you in a nursing home if you're lucky. So check this out. About the whole thing. You know, how can this happen? And how can he lay there for that many years and nobody report it? Six years, in fact. That's how long an Overland Park police say a man's body lay in a home near Oak Park Mall. All his life went on around. All right. So here's the patriarch. Here's the man who worked hard. Try to put his family on. This ninja laid in the crib for six years dead. Guys, this is more common than you know. This is a very, very common scam. So what they will do is, obviously, you know the rest. They're still collecting his social security. They're raiding the coffers. They're spending his retirement money. They're doing, yo, bro, this is how they do your ass. You worked all these years, got the age 80, and they got your ass in there stanking. Deceased. As many as four others may have been living in that home with the body since 2016. Tonight, they're being investigated by the Social Security Administration. I'm John Holt. I'm Lauren Halifax. Other family members say they are blindsided by this news, shocked that the lies lasted so long. Fox Wars Jacob Kittlestadt is at Overland Park Police Headquarters with a disturbing story. Jake, investigators used the man's pacemaker to determine he actually died July 1st, 2016. Oh, my God. Well, that's right, Lauren. It's all information determined following a visit from Overland Park Police last October, finding that body in a bed. And one of the biggest questions that we still don't have a clear answer to is perhaps the most obvious one. How do people go on living their life around a dead body for that long? The home on West 99th Terrace has fallen into disrepair, with gutters falling off the roof of where police discovered the body of Mike Carroll, 81 years old at the time of his death seven years ago. Neighbors remember him. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I know him, yeah. <laughs> he said, I know him, yeah. I know him, yeah. Yeah, I came from, yeah, now, now let, me, let me stop. Listen, listen, my man bought that house. He was going to pass it on on the wheel. On in his will, somebody was gonna inherit it. They had property. Guess what? Gutters destroyed. They didn't destroy everything this man worked for. Destroyed everything this man worked for and got him. <laughs> got him in there. Got him in there. Crispy critters. All right, let's continue here. Yeah, yeah. Older guy. Right. Older guy. Yeah. And after that, you know, about a couple of months, I didn't see him. I say maybe he pet away, go somewhere. I don't know. I guess the coroner said natural causes, but you know, how do you disprove neglect? Working outside the home, Fox Four connected with Carol's nieces who live out of town. They say Mike was living with his daughter all this time, or at least they thought he minute. was living with her. When you would ask questions about him, what would they say? It was a different story every time. You know, he didn't feel good. He was sleeping. He was eating. He was sick. They were going to be gone. COVID. My dad's cousins live in Kansas City, and they'd oh, gone over there, and nobody would answer the door. Yeah. Okay, so let's just get this straight. Let's just get this straight. The daughter, the daughter had that ninja in there for six years dead. The daughter, man, this is cold as a mother sucker. So there y'all go, man. Well, I'm going to have a legacy. I'm going to have a legacy. They're going to remember me for 250 years. Man, please. They didn't told this ninja in there. They just in there spending his money. So I just gave you three stories, three, four stories, 
four daughters. All right. You think these people going to take care of you? You think these people looking at you after your ass? I got you four stories, four daughters who done ruined four men's legacies. When that woman, and it's not just the daughters. There's sons that do this too. All right. There's sons that do this too. There's family members that do this too. But you guys, man, you're 22, 25, 30, and you're thinking legacy. And then you bring these people into the world, and then they thinking, wait till you dead. They thinking of deleting you. They thinking of embarrassing you. You guys got to know what's going on, man. Legacy is gone. People looking out for themselves, man. Nursing home at best, at worst, six years dead in a house. Man, these stories, man, this is cold-blooded. People are cold out here. You think I'm cold? Y'all ain't going to catch me out here like this, lacking. As they say, as the young people say, caught you lacking. All right, let me catch up on any contributions here. We got, we got Peruvian Heat. What's up, coach? The first of the month is coming up, and you know what that means. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It is, man. We got two days until rent's due. Sheesh. See, last month, y'all was out there. February got y'all's asses. It came up quick. you like, damn. Already March 1st? Oh, shit, let me pay that. But then there's an extra week in March. There's an extra day. You're like, it's not an extra week, coach. Well, in comparison to the previous month, there's damn near an extra week. So there's like five calendar weeks in March. And you like, yeah, having a party. And you know how you ninjas do it. When I say ninjas, I mean people, not just blacks. Y'all know y'all rent payment ain't due. You got grace period to the third or the fourth. And then if it's the first, it ends on the weekend, you got like grace period to the fifth. So you got like a week, three extra days plus the five-day grace period. You like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> then it come up. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Then the fifth come up. You like, shit, I'm still short. $200. Women be like, where's CGA? Uh, CGA, I have something to tell you. Um, I know it's the sixth, but they done put a note on my door. I'm Buy yeah, yeah, I'll take care of that. Mm. Bring them cheeks and socks off. Lights on. We'll take care of it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. If I'm not available, oops, I'm out of town. Looks like you're selling eggs and plasma. Mm. Gentlemen selling sperm. All right. So it is what it is. We got our man, David Dude says, can you teach us how to invest, coach? Well, I'm not an investor, but we do have a group of men on the Money Mindset, which meets on Sunday, patreon.com, backslash coach Greg Adams, Money Mindset level, $50 level per month, and we are out there teaching you options. He says, uh, anything available already? He says, I trust your wisdom, CGA, don't miss. So join, join the Money Mindset. It's the best, it's the best um, investment for you, like 50 bucks, right? You can go in there. You're less do we we got dudes telling you uh we had a land guy come on, we had Vlad P come on tell you about credit and and, and all that shit. And we had uh we had a brother come on telling us about um cryptocurrency because people was laughing and sniggling at crypto and uh right now it's looking good. We had brother come in. Um we we gotta get our guy, we gotta get our guy, our money guy. All right, to to come in there. But we got a guy who uh also talks about investments over there and um and all of that. So uh, look out for that. That's the best way to do it. And he says, took your advice and moved to a new place. New beginning, starting over, but the new place is so much better. Good things are coming my way and looking up for me. Thank you for saving me, coach. He says, time to get that paperwork right now. Get your paperwork right now. 
All right. Get that paperwork going. All right. Get your paperwork, guys. If you if your paperwork's jacked up, you're really gonna be in a bind. All right. Get your car insurance and your registration car tags on. All right. I don't want to hear the, well, the car registration is too expensive. Man, shut up. <laughs> you think it's expensive now. Just wait till inflation really kicks in. Lamar Moore, shout out to Derek Choice. I second that emotion. He says, because your show definitely makes my work day more enjoyable. And shout out to the coach gang. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Shout out to Rick the Slick. Rick too slick. How do I become more red-pilled? Uh, as my grandfather used to say, just keep living. Just keep living. <laughs> All right, anyway. My grandfather used to say that. You know what I mean? He'd be like, just keep living. Yeah, that, that's going to rip it. That's going to wake your ass up real fast. <laughs> you know, when you're young, you'd be like, oh, no, man. You know, we're going to be better than these old bats over here. And we're going to be better. And we're going to do better. And our generation going to be better. Remember in high school, this is what happens. And he said, go run cold approach. Yeah, well, that'll red pill you too. Go run some cold approach. And be like, rejection's not bad. Go out there and just get hammered. All right, go ahead and get hammered. 99 out of 100 broads. And the one woman that told you to come over, she a skeezer. And she overweight. And you're like, damn. But remember in high school, I'm going to, I remind people all this. Remember in high school, you were like 17, 18 years old. Everybody was optimistic. Y'all, y'all, you had that song by Tevin Campbell produced by Quincy Jones talking about all the future and shit. And you had, uh, you know, keeping your head to the sky. You can win. That was your graduation song. You went out and you tossed your cap. We going to do it. Everybody in here going to be successful. We going to be millionaires. All right. Nobody going to fail in here. Dude, six months out of high school, people start, you start seeing people bagging groceries. Couple people then lost their life. A couple people then got arrested. One dude hit the lottery. All right. Everybody else just went to college. Some people went to college, got kicked back to the junior college. Women began. <laughs> Five years later, you looking on fake book like, damn, women then blew up the 50, 11 pounds. Ninjas over here looking still goofy as a mother sucker. One dude became a rapper. One dude got hit by a drive-by. Ninjas went to the military. A couple made it. A couple of didn't. Ten years at the reunion, you looking at motherfuckers like, damn, I thought we was all going to be winning. Ten-year reunion, one woman come back, four kids. In five years, you like, shit. People that got married, some got divorced. Cheerleaders looking like the ugly chicks. The ugly chicks looking like the cheerleaders. <laughs> you like whoa what happened to us we were gonna make it ninja we was all gonna make it you had the jadakiss song fuck the real shit <laughs> all right we gonna make it we gonna make it we gonna make it we gonna make it y'all had all that shit going 20 year reunion you like oh my god this shit is depressing look at this alcoholics People crack fiend out. One dude is a professional. He making, he handing out his insurance cards. Mm. <laughs> Man, please, bro. Look, how do I become a red pill? Keep living. Just keep on living. 
it is what it is. <laughs> the football star got out of prison. Yep, the football star got into prison when he got a scholarship and he went to the University of Arizona and he stabbed somebody or he got he got he got hit up on some false allegation charges or he had a computer stealing scheme and he just got fresh out of prison. I remember, dude, you had 100 yards in that game. What, what, what happened to you? Well, it's a long story. Yeah, life is your best teacher. Experience is your best teacher. That's how you're going to become red pill or get a red pill job. <laughs> There's only two people in your school graduating class that did good. And guess what? At the 10-year and 20-year reunion, you didn't see hide nor hair of that person. Mm. Hey, remember what happened to that dude that became the executive and he, and he went to Stanford and dropped out and he made this big-ass company? How come he didn't show up at the high school reunion? He ain't there. The two people who made it in your reunion did not show up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How do I become a real red pill? Indy. We got O-T-O-B-O. -O. He says, I see you are talking about we Nigerians. He says, you better be careful. Otherwise, we're going to ship you to who is that? Cano State and take all your money in your account. All right. Listen, I can't even go to Nigeria now. All right, Mark, uh, I'm going to have to develop a list of places where coach can no longer go. Nigeria is on the list. Nigeria is on the list. And as a matter of fact, they'll let me show up. They'll be like, no, come on, bro. Come on. You still good. Because the one thing about Nigerian, they're not going to mess up a good opportunity. They be smiling in my face all the time. They want to take my place. To yeah, they be, come on in, brother. Come on in. Come on in. Welcome here. You home now, brother. You home with uh, your people. You home with your people. Come, come and sit down here. Hey, right here, the brother. All right. I don't even know how to do a Nigerian. Yeah, take, take. No, 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 no shots fired. No shot fired. You come down here. I got a goat soup. I got an oxtail, brother. We pray over the food before we kill it. We kill it. We put it on the plate. We pray over the food. You sit down here, brother. No Nigeria now. Memphis is number one. I can't go to certain places. Tupelo, Columbus. All right, anyway, Nigerians is going to get the biggest reparations check. If there's ever going to be a reparations check, Nigerians is going to get all the money. Just so y'all know, you, you've heard it here first. <laughs> all right, Nigeria, the best place ever, brother. You have to come down to Nigeria. Nigeria is it. It's the best place in all of Africa, brother, and you will be home. We welcome you to your home. He said, your home. We have a woman washing your feet when you come here, brother. All right. <laughs> They're washing your feet. All right, where we at? Bar D says, Coach, a friend of mine separated from his wife because she is a top-notch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. He says he got a new place, and she locked him out of the house camera. Oh, this ninja is going over to the house today to cut the grass. Him and his hope strategy. Man, terrible. She getting throttled in there, too. She getting throttled. <laughs> she getting throttled. All right. Uh, shout out to you, man. Oh, man. They, shout, let, me, let me go over to Cash App and see what's going on over there, if it's busy. My, I need to work on my Nigerian accent. All right. Shout out to uh, Keldrick. Appreciate you for being here, brother. Deshaun Rose is back. Good morning, coach. Just here to support my interests. Preach on. Thank you, mother. All right. We got Big Buck. Evil world we live in, coach. It is an evil world. It's an evil world we live Imagine in. Imagine being 80. Imagine being 80. 
And then all of a sudden you out there on the bed dead for six years. Sad, sad. All right, Shan says, keep living. He says, always my favorite advice to give, keep living. All right, if you're a man in your 20s, we don't want you to be jaded. We don't want you to be a jaded gentleman, right? Um, so uh, uh, what I would say is you got to learn many things on your own, and you will in due time. Uh, the world is not the place that they – what's that Tevin Campbell song? Uh, you guys got to look it up. It's a sweet song. It's a tearjerker. Everybody's eighth grade played this at graduation if you lived in the in the inner city. Back in the like the 90s and the 2000s, if you lived in the inner city, every eighth grade played this song. You were so hopeful, weren't you? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, life slaps you in the face. This is why you got to teach your kids tough love. Yeah, tomorrow. The song is called Tomorrow. Uh, look it up if you want to. Come back to the show. The song is called Tomorrow. It's a real, very hopeful, pleasant, pleasant song. You know what I mean? You're like, oh. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden you wake up and then hit the real world. <laughs> hit your ass. The thing about the world is you got to hit that shit running, man. You got to be out here ready for the world. You can't be out here just coming thinking the world's about to land on you um, and, and, and just, uh, you know, you got to you got to give your kids tough love because you got your your love has got to be as tougher as the world tougher than the world's going to give it. Right. Um, Kevin Sullivan is here. Damn coach. You called me out. He says, I got to get my tags ASAP. Get your tags, man. Get your tags. Now, I just moved to Nevada, so my tags are all messed up. My tags is messed up, so I can't drive certain vehicles. <laughs> I can't drive certain vehicles because I get my tags right. All right, uh, let's see here. And We got Deadly Edley. We got three more, and we're going to get back. Somebody says you got to give your kids something to work with, too. You got to let them, but do not just, yeah. Shout out to Deadly Ellie. He says, I'm getting $1 million from my Nigerian prince who emailed me. He says, jokes on you, coach. Man, hey, man, shout out to you, man. I haven't got an email like that in a while, so you got the opportunity of a lifetime. I, I suggest that you press forward on this one. Uh, don't, don't miss this one. Don't miss this one. There's a prince in Nigeria for sure that got a bag for you. He got a bag for you. you don't, don't miss out. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow will bring better you, better me. Yeah, man. We got to get up, get up, get up. Yeah, man. That shit hit you in a fair square in the face. Oh, shit. Sizzle. Hashtag Yob Mob. Shout out to the replay gang. And not my girl, coach. Not my girl. Whatever I say, it's not about your girl. Uh, last one, uh, we got Kaitlyn Ferguson. <laughs> Kaitlyn Ferguson. He says, what's up, coach? He says, when it comes to famous fathers and their kids, I can't help but think about Bronny James. He's going to have a ton of expectations because of his father. But at, um, at wait, I don't know. But at he's taking LeBron's advice. I think you mean at least he's taking LeBron's advice. Yeah, tough. He's in a very tough situation, but um, because of his ties to his father, he's going to get a good jump start at life. Uh, he's just got to protect. I, 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 you know, he's got to protect himself. He's going to make his own decisions, right? And hang out with certain people. If he's listening to his father, hopefully he he knows what he has at stake. Apparently, he's going to be making seven million dollars a year in his next few years as a collegiate athlete. Due to the NILs, he's probably going to be making, they, they predict him to be making around $7 million next year as a college basketball player. And um, 
assuming that he develops and he's a quite a good athlete. He's going to have a lot of expectations to come into the league as soon as possible, which he's going to make his money. And um, I, I just wish that he hope, I hope that he does not fall victim to any predator females out here, any predator ninjas that are trying to make a name through him and so forth and so on. He's got to really protect himself. Yeah. Um, you know, NBA, I don't know. I don't know, but it is what it is. We'll see. Maybe he'll have a growth spurt over the summer. Potentially that could happen. All right. Uh, getting back to the show. We got the, bro- oh, speaking of brothers, people saying he's 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, he might be a little taller than that. He ain't he ain't 6'8", or 6'7", like his dad, but I, I wish him the best. I'm not, I don't have any ill wishes for that guy, for that young man. I mean, because he's got a lot of expectations, so he doesn't need anybody hating on him. He needs everybody to just, I would say, pray for him. Pray for that brother. All right, LeBronny, Bronny James, pray for him, man. And his other brother, the one behind him, is, I think, going to be the beast, right? Everybody knows that. The one behind him is going to be the one. Anyway, they got brothers out here down bad, down bad. Let's go to this right here. Uh, there's a video here on, uh, looks like Instagram. And um, is this true? We always say this is a stereotype. And it said black men on Tinder. You already know where this is going, y'all. And they're using these little characters who uh, slips my mind. Uh, let's see what these characters are. If I see them, I'll remember. Uh, damn, I can't remember the name of these little characters. Uh, anyway, they annoying as hell. You guys know it in this somewhere. So it says black men on Tinder. Uh, what are these characters called? Somebody will say it. Here we go. We're going to play the film here. Bueno. Pinyu. Bueno. Pinyu. Bueno. Damn. Uh, the Minions. Thank you, brothers. The Minions. All right. I took my kids to see a Minions movie. I was pissed. I was like, no dialogue whatsoever. All right. Now, black men on Tinder. Even when they got to the flatback, the flatback didn't catch one. Even the flatback, the girl the, with the orange tanner on, she couldn't even get no play, the long blonde hair. So the black woman got X'd out. The flatback, Kaylee, can't get ahead of a mastodon. They got us down bad, man. Check this shit out. Bueno. Pinyu. Bueno. Pinyu. Bueno. Man, we like them round and big. Man, that's cold-blooded, man, out here. Whoever put this shit out. this Hey, but you know what? They ain't lying. They ain't lying, man. Brothers be out here starving. Yeah, that's brother starving. The bigger, the fatter, the whiter she is. You know, brothers, man. You know you be out there. Mm, Look at them arms. Hello, I'm going to grab them arms. You want to grab them arms. You want to hold on. And I'd be like, here's a flat back. Get that damn flat back out of here. Even the nerdy white chick is out here. Watch this. Even this woman right here. Front in line, brother. In line. <laughs> you like, I'll take it. You'd be like, looked her up and down, said, mm, I'll take her. Indeed. She gets more run and she got more bodies, bro. <laughs> she got more bodies. Here you go. It did look. Not the, the flatback gets rejected. How is this? How is this so? You'd be like, I don't have a chance of her. 
She too flat. She too, oh, she need meat on her body. Oh, she, uh, uh, nah. The flat back can't get no run. And then you're like, coach, why you like flat backs? And then you with Mastodon. You be like, coach, you got to be thick like this right here. Looking like Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, the humanity. Looking like that, 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 that damn, what's the other girl? <laughs> Rachel Ray. Oh, Rachel Ray. Yeah. Mm, I got me a girl. She down for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yo, man, it's getting cold blooded. So, man, we got to do better for ourselves. I think it's a little bit of a stereotype, but they ain't that far off. You know, y'all be brother. Out. You know how y'all out here, man, for sure. Yeah, that's brother starving. Every brother in Memphis got at least one of them in their rotation. Every brother in Memphis got at least one in them rotation. All right, you like, I like a girl like Kelly Clarkson. I'd be like, oh, when she was little? Nah, I like Kelly Clarkson now. Yes, give me her now. <laughs> man, we got to fix this reputation, man. Start going after flatbacks. All right, speaking of you, my brothers in the and the Cesar Chavez community, you ain't off the hook neither. All right, I'm getting everybody, everybody catching wreck today. Everybody catching wreck. All right, so let's go ahead and check out my brother Slow Tuesday. Detail. Check this out. All right, here it is right here. Um, Short King, she was like, I'm going to tell you why I like my Short King. Go ahead, lady. Take it away. Mother, what do you like about him? Everything. He's really? really polite. He's honestly, he's he's like the realest person I've ever met. Even though he's doing all this Catch shit, falls, like we're nigga. drunk, but like on some real shit, like he really cares for me and he's really a good person on the inside. Why do you like Short Kings? Why do I like short kids? Honestly, it's not about height. It's just about another. What do you like about him? Everything. Now, this is what Game Ninjas talk about. This is how I picture Game Ninjas on my show. Game Ninjas be looking like. (laughs) All right. Game Ninjas be like, man, coach, I'll be out here macking these hoes. I'll be out here getting them. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And he like, I got that big ass. I got that drum. I'll put that new on her. All right. And you be out here looking like this over here. All right, with that old ass, that Caesar cut that he needs to update. All right, I'll be getting them, coach. I'll be out here. You missing. I'll be out running the game on here. And he sounds just like him. Hold up. He's really polite. He's honestly, he's he's like the realest person I've ever met. Even though he's doing all this Catch shit, falls, like we're nigga. drunk, but like on some real shit, like he really cares for me and he's really a good person on the inside. Why do you like short kings? I don't like yeah, I short kids. That shit. I got a big idea. <laughs> he got a, I got a big idea. I be out here slaying the car. I be putting it on the, I put that BBC. I put that little mariachi on him. I put that mariachi. I be running game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got to tell him. Tell him, baby. Tell, look at that face. Oh, look at that mouth. Ooh. Anyway. Honestly, it's not about height. It's just about another. So I did happen to, you know, I, I told them that I was going to be talking about him today. And I said, uh, as I always do, I try to at least if I directly address you and show a video um, of you, I try to at least warn you that um, I'm going to be talking about you. And so they said, well, listen, if you're going to talk about me, what I what I want you to do is show your audience how I get down, because he says I be getting down. I'll be putting that big on. And I said, "Okay, Thank you for sharing. Go ahead and send the video. I'll show my audience how you put it down. So without further ado. This is a view within their bedroom. Here we go. Uh, Yeah. And it sounds like it looks like they got a little something going on. They got a thing going on here. Shout out to them. And uh, they get down pretty crazy, you know. 
and shout out to the Gorditas out here. It does get wild. Yeah, man. Listen, man, we can't show you the rest of that. It's getting kind of crazy out there. But shout out to you brothers putting it down. You macking. Shout out to the macking out there. You got the, the pimping. Shout out to the pimping, man. She. <laughs> My Lord. It's getting crazy out here, man. Y'all brothers, man, y'all need to get it. I see what this is about. I now see what this is about out here. This is getting out of control. Anyway, hit the like button on this stream right now. Hit the like button on this stream. This show is. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what y'all brothers doing out here, man. Y'all brothers are out here making men look bad. All right, let's go into Granny's Gone Wild now. This this segment is this segment is this is terrible here. This segment. Let's start over here. We're going to go over here, man. Everybody catch a wreck today. Um, Granny's going wild. <laughs> Let's start it. Here. Hold on for a second. I got to make sure I talk over this segment. Uh, this woman right here. Listen, we are in Sodom. We're in the last days. We're in the last days. We're in the last days. Uh, this grannies are out here. I don't know what y'all doing. And, you know, uh, for some reason, y'all gassing these women's heads up. Y'all macking. Uh, here's a woman here. She's going to ask. If she can be your secretary, she says she can be your secretary. Let's go ahead and roll it. If I am your secretary, what kind of job will you give it to me? Tell me. Here, Granny, what's wrong with the all the humanity? Granny, who Granny is this? This woman been working in Thailand since she was very, very young. Now she out here talking about what kind of job would you give it to me? If I am your secretary, what kind of job will you give it to me? Man, almighty man. It's getting tough out here, brothers. It's hard to stay focused when you got granny out here. Oh, man. It's not what we thought. You know what I mean? What we thought is they would be 60. They'd be playing bingo. But they out here trying to be out here in these streets. In these streets. Granny's out here in these streets. And uh, according to the comment section, um, a couple of brothers have said, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. You know, a brother said, say, you know, first of all, hear me out. I'm not going to lie. And uh, the comment section is quite litty. Eh? He says, hey, not going to lie. Hear me out. You know, for the young people, for old people, what this means is, you know what? I got to do what I got to do. There is a reason why I'll take this job. And of course, the comment section is pretty, pretty interesting here. I love it. Um, as they said here, the one brother that wanted to be heard out says right here, we will not hear you out, according to the system. And then another person says, I hear you all ears, homie. And uh, it says right here, go ahead. We listening. Somebody says you downright. <laughs> you're downright horrendously. People say listening. You have a minute. Explain yourself. All right. The floor is yours and you got the ears. And then this woman says, no, just no, sir. We're not hearing you out. This man says you got the talking stick. Another one says I'm all ears, bro. Here he says, let him cook. He says, hey, cookie is probably crazy, dude. Here we go on oh, God. That dust is coming off. Go ahead, bro. I'm listening. We here for you, brothers. Hey, yo. And so forth. And so now here we go. Brothers, hey, brothers is hey. Men are down bad. Mm. <laughs> Men are down bad out here. 
and grannies are going wild. Man, look, listen, we in the end times. We in the end times. And we, look, younger man will go over there. A 22-year-old man will go over there right now and throttle that. And young and, and these women out here ready to dish that ish out. Let's take you to this. I warned you about this as well. Uh, this show definitely is going to catch some people's ires. But it's all stuff right here. Um, oh, man, I don't know if I can even show this on. I can't even show this on YouTube. This might be. Uh, but oh, this is let me go ahead and <laughs> hold on. I gotta let it refresh. Okay, remember I warned you about the ice cream shop. There's an ice cream shop somewhere in I don't know where this is. Is this in Colombia? Is this in Colombia? I gotta be patient here. Uh, now this young brother here in the back, this uh Afro Latinas, they're all here. There's an ice cream shop, and the ice cream shop has these model men, these male models. And these male models are serving up frozen bananas or whatever they're doing. It's ice cream bananas. All right. And so this young man's going to see his granny going wild. Watch this. And I'm going to have to censor part of it. But check this out. Here you go right here. Granny's going to skedaddle over. Uh, you have it right here. Granny said, don't stop me. I'm going to get mine. And then right to the, oh, my goodness, right to the, it gets a little bit more graphic than that. And he puts a head on and Granny acts like she ain't lost a step. Everybody's looking at Granny, and everybody's watching Granny do it, and, and you know, like, oh my goodness, Abuela! Oh, on the slapped her too, and she wanted it more. Everybody cannot deal with it. It's all the humanity. All time. the humanity. Granny out here. These dude, Grannies are going wild. <laughs> We're hey, the one said, "How do I become a red pill? Keep living, guys. When you hit age thirty, you only." are in the second quarter of your life. You ain't seen shit yet, right? People have lived double your lifetime. And by that time, they've already... <laughs> you guys got to watch out, man. You're going to learn a lot. I remember George W. Bush, W. He had a joke that he would tell. I know it was difficult. That when he was young, he wrote this woman about... Um, a woman wrote to him and he laughed back at him and laughed back at her and said... Basically, how sex when you're in your 50s, essentially thinking that it doesn't exist. Well, the woman, when he turned 50, wrote back and clapped back and like, hey, uh, yeah, welcome to the welcome to 50. How sex in your 50s. So what you think is people that are 40, 50, 60, 70 aren't interested in it. But what you will realize that these are the dirtiest people in the game. Nursing homes have the most and the highest STI rate higher than colleges and universities. Nursing homes have higher STI rates than colleges and universities. Thanks to Viagra. Thanks for grannies going wild. I People don't understand that. I'm going to repeat it again and prove it. Nursing homes have higher STI rates than young people in their 20s. And you think it's the young people in their 20s. No, it's the Chads and the Tyrones. And it's the dudes with the staminas. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're absolutely wrong. Nursing homes have the fastest growing STI rate going right now. And I'll give you something right here. They're not scared no more, right? You see, when you're, you, when you're young, everything about sex scares both people, right? When you're young, if you're a young male, what scares you the most about sex? Uh, getting a woman pregnant, right? You're like, oh man, I don't want to get pregnant. Then an STI. For a woman, it's her reputation first, then STI, then pregnancy. 
Then you do IUDs, uh, 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 birth control and condoms and you do all of this shit and you're scared to death. Every interaction, you're like, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Then you hit your 40s, 50s, 60s. That kind of goes away because first of all, if you caught one already, you ain't scared. You're like, I already caught one, cleared it right up. <laughs> if you haven't caught one, you're like, well, what's the hell? I'm, I'm going to be dead here soon anyway, <laughs> right? What's the hell? Your reputation, no reputation. Who cares about your reputation? Your reputation can't even get any lower than it already is in your 50s, 60s, and 70s. It's already low. You're old. Then pregnancy is off the table. Pregnancy is off the table. So it all goes away. Like that, the things that you're scared of in your 20s and 30s, it goes away in your late 40s, 50s, 60s. So let me show you here. Let me show you here. And that's this one piece of proof here. Top six reasons why STD rates are rising in nursing homes. Rising, rising. Yeah, people that'll be like, oh, I ain't scared of no AIDS. I've been, and a lot of people at this age already been with 50, 60, 200 people. They never caught no AIDS. They like, well, I ain't catching none now. <laughs> All right, if I catch it. This is the mentality of people. They hit a certain age. They don't give a F. Um, SDI is rising. According to a survey, 73% of respondents aged 57 to 64 were recognized as a uh, recognize were recognized as sexually dynamic. So they're still getting it on at 57 to 64, still getting it on. Now, if you're married, you're not getting it on. 53% of people 65 to 74 still getting it on. 53%, 53%, 26% age 75 to 85 still getting it on. Let's get it on. Ah, mercy. Let's get it on. This is why your boy out here, look, look, don't think it stops, man. And Niagara didn't let everybody out here. That's why Uncle Earl, Earl be at the junior college. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bass shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Yeah. You know, he like, you know, I ain't trying to. Take a girl out on a date no more and go get a banana split and, and listen to her talk. And he said, I got money. I got money. I know this it solves all my problems right here. All right. Our last granny gone wild is this is just crazy, man. We got to watch what people out here. Grannies don't give a F. According to this woman right here, she gives a not a F. This is how tap. Hell no. doing man this is just terrible man look <sighs> ladies explain yourselves ladies and then when she ran her 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 slammies her saggy waggy slapped against her skin this is just <laughs> saggy waggies this is crazy man look it ain't me it's the internet they got all of these people out here hot and bothered 
and she running out here trying to chase that young man down. She then busted out the house. <laughs> she then busted out the house and ran outside to go get this young man's attention. Man, what? And also, as men, as men, men, can you say this? Can you testify to this? Can you testify to this? As you've gotten older, women hit their sexual peak, meaning their sexual interest. People always get this confused. Their sexual marketplace value is when they're younger. But of course, they can put up walls. They're highly desirable, sought after. People want to look at them, touch on them. They're firmer. Their sexual marketplace value is at its peak when they're younger. However, when they're older, that, that sense of I'll get pregnant, I'll catch something, I'll lose my reputation, it, it goes away. When they're in their 40s, they be hornier than, they be hornier as hell. Like crazy. They're interested in it. Um, they'll go Rosky. They don't care anymore. Once they hit like 50, 60, it's all gone. All right. And then when they start to lose their marbles, then it gets really crazy. All right. And it gets really crazy. So when you're in your 40s as a male, you're witnessing this. And it gets easier for you to lay one, especially a woman around her early 50s. Oh man, those are the easiest layups going. Easy layups. All you have to do is have a glass of wine or two. A glass of wine, it's a freebie. It's a layup. It ain't, and it ain't going to be that bad, but you know, you're going to get hit post nut clarity pretty hard. All right. And so this tends to happen around men, but by this age, men are losing testosterone and they're also earning more money than they ever did. Right. So men might have stamina in their 20s, maybe their 30s. But by the time you hit 40s, you're financially reaching some goals. You know, retirement's coming up. You're more focused on goal-oriented stuff. And you can go down to the junior college, right? So you're not really worried about women anymore like that. Women are some, somewhat easier. And it's almost like everybody's a layup. And a little bit of money you spend on a 20-something-year-old is nothing. You're like, I'll just, it, it was worth it. Because posting up clarity, I know no matter who the woman is, I'm going to want to get rid of her after I'm finished anyway. So it doesn't matter. But women, once they hit 40, they're on some way. And then 50, oh boy, if you only knew, if you only knew, watch out for these grannies going wild out here. All right, divorce is in the air. I can feel divorce in the air tonight. Oh no. Nightmare divorce stories. Before we get to the main event, let's get to Amber Heard. You guys know about him and Johnny Depp. Well, she's going to be in the first up. Apparently, she don't want to pay her bills and her obligations. Imagine that. Imagine that. So let's see. Uh, Johnny Hurt, it says right here, Amber Heard loses again. Let's go ahead and see how she doesn't want to pay her bills to Johnny Depp. Lost the biggest court case of 2022, and now she's lost again. Starting off, when Amber Heard lost her defamation case to Johnny Depp, she was ordered by the court to pay $15 million to Johnny Depp. But $5 million that was imputed of damages, which has a $350,000 cap in Virginia, means she had to pay $10.3 million instead. And Amber Heard also won $2 million in her counter-defamation case with Johnny Depp, meaning she had to pay $8.3 million instead. But after the trial, Amber Heard spent six months contesting the court orders to not have to spend $8.3 million. She said, worked out a settlement with Johnny Depp to pay him $1 million, and Johnny Depp agreed because he didn't want to go to court again. But the only problem, though, was after the settlement, Amber Heard didn't want to pay the $1 million. The reason for that is Amber Heard, before the trial, purchased an insurance policy that would pay Johnny Depp if she lost the court case. But the problem for Amber Heard is now the insurance company doesn't want to pay the $1 million to Johnny Depp. 
And the reason the insurance company is doing this is they're saying Amber Heard withheld information from them. I mean, if they knew how bad the case was, they wouldn't have insured her in the first place or given her a higher rate. Now the court is siding with the insurance company against Amber Heard. Amber Heard's got to pay. With that, I'm Charles Prowl. Subscribe if you learned something. Well, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> okay. And now you have this situation here. So even though she lost, it is the abyss of women that they are never going to pay up. Um, people that always say sue women, why would you sue a woman? I mean, we should actually start suing them left and right, but they'll find a way to live even with the lawsuit on their neck, right? They'll live. You Do you guys know? You guys know how much women deal with financially in terms of how many things uh, they're dealing with um, uh, that, are, that would wreck you, that would have you as a man crying in the corner. You as a man would be crying in the corner with the amount of obligations that women carry. And uh, essentially, you know, with the student loans alone, car tires alone, all right, they're driving on death traps with the whole damn tread exposed on their vehicle. Their engine lights, their whole damn dashboard, their engine lights are lit up like a damn Christmas parade. Okay? They probably have a lawsuit pending. Somebody suing somebody. She lost a lawsuit. She owes several people five figures. Credit cards, crazy. Credit card debt gone, maxed out. Credit report rating, 510 points. Rent due, they has due on their rent, two months. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay. She owes somebody some money. All right, she got a sugar daddy and whatnot. Her job, she about to get laid off. She's been laid off for six months. Her unemployment check hasn't hit yet. She got in a car accident. Her insurance benefits haven't hit yet. They dog needs surgery. They dogs haven't eaten. She hasn't eaten in two days. <laughs> See, they live like this. They live like this. You guys think I'm lying. Many, many women, like 50% of them live just like this every day. They wake up, go to sleep, wake up, and then they see you. How's it going, baby? I've been stressing. Uh, you know, I've just been dealing with a lot. <laughs> you like, <laughs> you mean, what do you mean stressing? What do you mean dealing with a lot? Dude, if I had their life, I would be under the ground. I wouldn't be stressed. I wouldn't be depressed. I would be like, take me, Lord, take me. Or I'd be like this, take me. I can't do it. <laughs> they check an account, negative $800. They check an account is negative 800. If you gave them a cash app, they'd be like, uh, can you give me the cash? Because the cash app going, the money going, the money ain't even going to cover. They ain't be get no money out. <laughs> All right, and there's women like that, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, living just like that, all right? And this is what happens like that. When they look at financial obligations, they're like, there's a way out of this. There, there is a way. And then they start saying, well, they start, th this is what they start saying when that shit happens to their lives. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. 
<laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. Yeah, yep. They phone bill, they phone about to get cut off. They phone about to get cut off. Yep, all of that shit. Yep, they waiting for it. Yo, they be on, <laughs> they be on demon time. And they'd be like, what? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, they the one saying that I know people hate my show. They're the one saying it. I'm not saying it. They're, they're the one saying it. And I'm, t I'm just translating what it means. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, you guys don't realize how bad it is out here for them. But see, Amber Heard is just another one of them. You would think Amber Heard would have it work. She, she's, I think she has a baby, allegedly, by Elon Musk. Allegedly. And she's still out here. I'm not going to pay my bills. That, that should tell you a whole bunch. Let's get to the next one here. Uh, this woman finds out that her husband, is who uh, said he was dead, his whole family said he was dead. The woman finds out. He, in fact, is not dead. He has skedaddled down to Mexico to live with another woman. So they're trying to get, she's trying to divorce him. And uh, he says, I want no part of that shit. Let's hear her story. Wait a minute. Damn, wait a minute. Look how fat, man, she looked like death. Boy, man, makeup is the devil. Look at this. I mean, she doesn't look that good. She doesn't look that bad. But then the next part of the video now she looked like death warmed over. Oh, my goodness. One of the Miami-Dade Police Department calls you and tells you that they have recovered your husband's body and he is dead by apparent suicide. So you and your family plan his funeral. And everyone is shocked that this happened. But you're on bad terms with your ex-husband's family, so you stay in California and they stay in Florida while they plan the funeral. And you don't go to the services in Florida because his family said it would be way too traumatic if you were to show up because you guys were on bad terms because you were in the middle of a divorce with your husband. So throughout this entire process, you talk to a coroner's office, you talk to a funeral home, you make arrangements, you even pay for things. And you believe that on January 22nd, your husband took his life and it is now March. And you spend months grieving and you even think about unaliving yourself because you feel like you're the one that did it. And one day you go on live on TikTok and someone tells you to check your DMs because they have information regarding your husband. And you open the DM only to find out that your husband is not only alive, but he is living in Mexico with his mistress of six years, who he's been having an affair with. Well, I have something to say for his hu her husband. <laughs> Let's give the husband a round of applause there. Yeah, the husband. Good play. Good play, sir. Good play. She a crazy bitch. This one right here. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, the husband needs to get it either. Congratulations, man. We going to give him that right there. Yeah. Well played. Yeah, well played. That's a good move. Because you know she crazier than catch it right here. This one, this one, following them, tracking them around. He was like, look, this is the only way out. <laughs> yeah, if he didn't have kids, they're on a skedaddle. Now, Mexico, I don't know, but it is what it is. Yeah, we up. <laughs> we up. Um, I know she's lying about something. 
She's leaving some details out. She probably was dragging his ass. And he was like, what? I'm not about to get caught up with this chicken head. All right. She's sitting up there. He ghosted her ass and left her ass hanging. So I do uh, acknowledge that. And of course, even if he had kids, sometimes it's just going to better to do what you got to do. All right. We got another woman out here, Reese Witherspoon, a two time loser. All right. Her second marriage ends in divorce. As I keep watching you, telling you guys, they're good now. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. The marriage will is undefeated. And, and I, we, we, we just use the normie, but we use the celebrities now. And she had a difficult decision to, decision to divorce. Uh, second marriages are dismal, 60%. Third marriage is 73% plus. And y'all ninjas running around here, man, this is depressing. You know what's depressing? Going through a divorce especially with a woman who suckered you in to the marriage. More often than not, they're the one who pushed the marriage. But then when they, when you marry them, they act like you dragged them all the way to the damn altar and then abused them the entire time. So here she is. Her agent husband has made a dis difficult decision to divorce. She probably filed it, says Oscar-winning actor. What's she win the Oscar for? <laughs> all right, anyway, I'm, I'm so lost. And producer Reese Witherspoon in her talent agent husband jim tooth or toth i have to do it new 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 world order. all right it says right here said on friday that uh they, they made the decision to divorce the pair tied the knot march 2011 at witherspoon's ranch in ojai california northwest of los angeles in september 2012 the couple of course pushed out a baby all right pushed out a baby and named him Tennessee Whiskey, all right, or Tennessee James. Did she win an Oscar for for Legally Blonde? Really? All right, we have enjoyed some many wonderful years together. Hold up for a second. We have enjoyed so many wonderful years together and are moving forward with deep love, kindness, and mutual respect for everything we have created together. The couple said in a joint statement, guys, you don't get married to get divorced like this, do you? Right? You guys don't know this shit is coming. You push out a baby. You have love. All this shit. You you adopt a kid. You raise her step. Her, you raise her kids. She had two other kids with Ryan Felipe. And then you raising them kids. And all of a sudden, you rug pull. Rug pull. And then she's like, oh, but we had some wonderful times, right? Everything worked out. Bruh. Our biggest priority is our son, apparently not, and our entire family as we navigate the next chapter. They be graduating. Oh, I'm graduating. I changed. I grew up. We grew apart. Uh, this is why. This is why y'all getting married. I can guarantee you, gentlemen, you're not getting married for this. This is difficult now because Witherspoon has two older children and um, with her husband, Ryan Felipe, who she, she got divorced in 2007, 2007. So she has two divorces in a 20-year less than 20-year period. 15 years, two divorces. Mm. Wow. Yeah, what did she win an Oscar for? Uh, let's see. She won her Oscar for, oh, Walk the Line. I think she was the wife of Johnny Cash in Walk the Line, I suppose. I've never seen the video, but shout out to them. I think she was the wife. Um, anyway, there you go, guys. There you go. I mean, these are horror stories. These are horrendous stories of people who um, um, in the in the in the grasp of love, you make these lifelong decisions that that are going to alter you forever. You involve children in this and her children 
haven't even reached 18 yet, and they've seen her get divorced twice. Did you guys want that? Is that what you intended? And you're bringing these kids into the worlds and actually ruining them and fractioning them because you're in love. This one was a two-time loser, all right? And she's, you know, she's one of these overhyped blondes, her and the girl from Bring It On. Some of these girls, I'm like, who? They're not even really talented when they're somewhat attractive. She's like the Meg Ryan version. And like, she's kind of like, eh. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston overrated, all right? Uh, but anyway, people are going to be mad now. General, uh, but look, but look, let's let's tell you what love is. Let's let this guy remind you because he doesn't sound as bitter as I do. Let's tell you what love is. When couples first meet and they fall in love, that in love thing is limerence and it's chemicals, cocktail, oxytocin. So when you're around that person, you're like, I, I love being around that. I love thinking about that person, butterflies, all that stuff. And it's an addiction. But between one to three years, it goes away. And once that chemical goes away, then it's like, wah, 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 what's wrong? And when, we're, when that chemical's there, we automatically focus on the things we appreciate about the other person because it's the chemicals. But once it goes away, it's like, wait a minute. You're not, something's off. You're doing this wrong. You need to do more of this. I don't feel it. You need to do this. And, you need, and we start looking at what we don't like. And the more you do that, the more you're going to see, the more you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more to that clip. It's quite quite lengthy, but that's what I keep telling you what it is. And it's, as long as you know what it is, you can enjoy the ride. But the ride is going to come to an end, and it doesn't mean you're going to be angry at each other. But when the ride comes to an end, you should be well aware of where it comes to an end and have a plan for it. If you get married or make a commitment when the limerence, when the chemical, the oxytocin, the serotonin, and all of the th if you make long-term decisions during that time, just know that shit coming to a crashing halt. And you're, you're going to feel different about each other. You should feel indifferent about each other and then be willing to move on. But then when sometimes you will find that when the love goes, there actually was really no love there. That person had an attachment to you. And that attachment is going to lead to hate. You understand what I'm talking about. You love and the love should turn to, oh, indifference and you should be able to move on but many people aren't in love they're attached know the difference between the two they have an attachment to you like a parasite when the attachment leaves then the person hates you and they seek to destroy you no person who has ever loved you should want to see you down bad no person has ever loved you would actually sue you and attack you. Nobody who ever loves you should ever take children away from you. Nobody who has ever loved you and you supported them should actually do you harm. But when people have attachments and they're symbiotes, they're parasites, they're leeches, and they only held on to you because they are a leech. When you remove the leech, the leech is angry. The symbiote is angry and seeks revenge. That person turns into a hateful, spiteful person, right? That most women have attachments to you. They don't have love. They only sought you as an attachment, as somebody to attach to because of who you were, not because of they loved you for who you were. Know the difference between the two. This is why divorces and shit turn ugly. People aren't in love. They're in business. And when you get break business with you, guess what? They turn angry. And this can happen to men too. take a look at this.
ex-Laker star Trevor Ariza accused of knifing estranged wife's Hermes bags as she demands $275,000 in a divorce war. These two people never loved each other. The woman in this case, who is now demanding all of this money and turned this into a business deal, she didn't love Trevor Ariza, and he's finding this out. And now he's now trying to turn to a situation where he's lost all rational mindset, and now he's knifing up her, her bag collection that he spent his money on. He got played. He got played. So but this is what happens, all right? Trevor Ariza's estranged wife, Bree, has demanded $275,000 from the ex-NBA star to pay her lawyers, to pay her lawyers. This is just the lawyer fees. And she's fighting him over support and abuse allegations. Well, I mean, she he probably just confirmed it now. But what's happening is she wants payment for the lawyer so she can sue him for more money. He knows he's stuck. Guys, it's too late. According to court docs obtained by Radar Online, this is allegedly Bree has demanded the court award her child and spousal support along with legal fees despite him no longer playing in the NBA and he probably don't got the money. Bree said Trevor played in the league from 2004, 2022. Oh, interesting. She stepped off the marriage when the money went, when the money went south. Yeah, his money dried up. And guess what? She's like, time to go. This is very predictable. So soon as he's out of the league, time to divorce his ass. No more money coming in. And she divorcing him at his peak income. Guys, notice. She's not divorcing him after the money dries up. She's divorcing him at his peak income. Oh, you made $15 million in the last few seasons. So guess what? That's what your income is. And the court's going to set my award for child and spousal support at $15 million. Not at the $200,000 he's earning doing whatever he's doing. Time to cash out. As I call it, drop them off at the family pay court window and collect cash and prizes. It goes down to this. It's as simple as that. It says right here, he's made several million dollars per year, maxing out at $15 million in a few seasons. Bree said after she filed for divorce in 2022, the year he retired, Trevor actually carried out the threat. So many supporter, wait, 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 wait. Actually carried out the threat so many support payers make and flat out refuse to play basketball or work in any capacity. Mm. Bruh. So she said, oh, well, oh, he stopped working. He stopped working. So he doesn't have to pay support. Yo. Yo. What do you want me to tell y'all out here? It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world we live in. Guys, there was a woman, a baseball player's wife, who I can never remember his name, but I've done several videos on him. He played for the Cubs. He was the MVP, I think, of the World Series that they won. I'm going to say Brian something. This woman, this woman cheated on him with her church pastor. He left the baseball team. He left the baseball team. Yeah, Ben Zubrist. Or Zobris, whatever the hell his name is. Shout out to Ben. Ben Zubris, Ben Zobris. I never can get it right. His wife was a Christian singer, Christian um, uh, recording artist. She's having an affair with the church pastor while he's out playing baseball, being the MVP. Then 
the the guy, the baseball guy, hires the church pastor to run his foundation. The church pastor stealing money and stealing his wife while he's playing baseball. So what does Ben do? Ben says, hey, I'm going to go and take the season off so I can work on my marriage and figure out how I can be the best for my wife. The marriage doesn't get worked out. She runs off with the pastor. The pastor's wife tells Ben she's been getting her cheeks clapped when you're out at spring training and being the MVP. So he says, okay, I'll file for divorce. This woman countersued Ben and said, the, the, the time that you took off, you stopped earning money. So I'm suing you for the salary that you took off to come work for your marriage. Let me tell you something. She sued him and said the $4 million you didn't earn the season you left baseball, that's my money. Mm. <laughs> you think this is a game? You think this is a game? And these were two Christ these were three Christian people. So don't hide behind your God and your religion. These all three people were Christians. He was a Christian performance artist. The pastor in this ninja. You think this is a game? No, man, these are these are nightmare scenarios. When it comes down to it, this is a business. I hate to keep telling y'all, man, and I don't want to ruin it for y'all. In your 20s, enjoy the love. It, it's over after that. There's, there's no love. It's all business. All right, so it is what it is. Uh, enjoy the love. Enjoy them good feelings when you're a teenager. I, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that you enjoy the sparks and the nervousness and the, the butterflies in the belly and the anticipation of seeing each other. The, smash, the fresh smell of summer, summer's eve and, and hairspray. Um, you know, ladies, enjoy it. Enjoy the fact that this dude is young, dumb, and full of dumb. All right, this dude don't know if he's coming or going. Enjoy the stupidity. Don't make any long-term decisions. But when you grow up, know that this is a business. It gets business-like, especially then when you talk about people in their 40s. And they made these business arrangements because they had this feeling. Once they get 40, you wake up. And then you go, oh, what are we doing? Oh, okay, all right. Let me. It gets crazy out here. Let me do the super chats. Then we're going to get to the main event. Who thinks I'm lying out here? I keep showing y'all and showing y'all. I ain't trying to lie out here. Shout out to the work day show. He says $450 for my tabs on my Lexus and a hundred dollars for my 2012 Chrysler in Seattle. He says the hell with Jay ends, uh, Inslee. Yeah, bitch. All right. Is that the yeah, governor? Bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. They're going up. Everything's going up, man. Everything's going up. El Chino says, cause when my something come in, they got to use the scale. Oh yeah. He's, he says they got to use the scale that they weigh the whales with. Hit me with the Mario. Oh, the, real ish because when much come in they got to use the scale that they weighted wells with shout out to jada kiss all right i can remember lyrics but i can't remember names but i always and i never 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 forget a face never 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 forget a face i don't forget faces i know lyrics and faces names not so much all right so just because i forgot your name doesn't mean i don't know who the hell you are all right, so uh, what do we got here? Never, never, never think. You're never going to catch me slipping. Never going to catch me slipping. But I might not be able to report to the police 
what your name is. You be like, okay, uh, who was the person? Oh, I don't know. I can describe him like a mother sucker, though. Give me the give me the person that drawing up the uh I'll draw your shit up real fast. I know where the pimples on your booty are. I know that. But I don't know your name, ma'am. <laughs> we got Tuan. He says, I'm sitting over here. All right, supporting the coach gang. Aren't we all? Aren't we all sitting over here? He's sitting up here. He's sitting up here. Had the nerve to say why he was sitting up here. All right, shout out to my man. We'll call you Black Panther AJ. Blessing CGA. The barbecue gang stand up. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, the sketch artist. See, again, <laughs> right? naming things, not good at. I also can't tell you what street corners are which. They be like, I'll be like, go down to that street right there with the gas station on the left and the church's chicken on the right. All right. And then when you go over there, when you take a left, you go all the way down by the Aldi's and the Wind Dixie. And then when you turn, you go to the Piggly Wiggly. When you get to the Piggly Wiggly, they're going to be a stop. You can go either way. They're going to be a circle roundabout. What street? I have no idea. But I can tell you what was there. There's a subway. There's a whole crack hole standing on the corner and a couple of pimps. I don't know. The street names are nothing. All right. What street? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't need to know that information, but I can tell you where things are. <laughs> I'm a landmark-oriented individual. Street names, I have no clue. I can live on the street for years. What's the name of this street? <laughs> yeah, man, that's how I do, man. That's how I am. And I and when you get this age, just accept it. That's the biggest thing you can do as a man. Accept where your weaknesses are. Accept where your strengths are. And whatever your strengths are, work on that shit. Whatever your weaknesses are, eh, fuck it. <laughs> Just make sure that doesn't come bite you in the back, but bite you in the ass. Just make sure your weaknesses don't bite you in the ass, right? Like, all right, I'll figure out, okay, all right, I'll just, I'll just focus on what I'm strong at. Some woman will come in, you should really learn how to remember names. I'm not going to do it, bro. Forget it. I'm not remembering names. I'm not remembering street names. I'm not remembering. Lo I want, I'm going to tell you how to get around this motherfucker. <laughs> I'll work on that and be really good. All right, uh, that's a that's a strength of a man. Yeah, we got our man, Mister Three Fifty Z. He says, "Coach, you got me sniggling. I graduated in two thousand. We gon' make it." By Jada Kiss came out a few months later, and my twenty year reunion didn't happen in twenty twenty. Oh man, that's sad. It's in three weeks though. All right, all right. He says, "I can already see, man, it's gonna be bad." So they all the humanity. All the humanity. All right, man, that's going to be bad news out there. We do got uh, Dejan is in the building. We got five or six PayPal's that I got to get through. Dejan says, shout out to the brother who keeps super chatting with the same name as me. Uh-oh. There are some clones out here. Somebody says, how many streets are in Vegas? 50? I have no idea. All right. I just end up and I'll be like, Tropicana, which one? All right, what? What we doing? <laughs> They be their 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 streets, man. I end up on, and I'll be like, damn, this is Las Vegas Boulevard too. Like, how was this Las Vegas Boulevard? I got on the freeway. Las Vegas Boulevard runs just like that. It's like State Street in Utah. State Street is forever. It's the longest street out there in the damn near of the nation. You could go circle around the whole damn place and end up on State Street. You're like, how did I end up here, bro? Mm. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. All right, anyway, 
Uh, shout out to my man, Chairman Mo. He says, well, looks like the Bruce Lee community is taking an L. He says, uh, up the you-know-what today. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. He says, on behalf of my community, I'm sorry. Give me the buzzer. And I also know that if I see a sign, Martin Luther King Boulevard, to get the hell away fast. Get away fast. And if you give me directions and MLK Boulevard is on it, I am not going to that spot. All right, please no. All right, shout out to Chairman Mo. Darth, CG8. It is really the end times. He says, time to go for a ride on your superstar destroyer and perform a base Delta Zero on the world. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Shout out to you. Oh, man. Martin Luther King Boulevard is never in a good area. It's never. There's never anything good going on over there. Deadly Ellie, my grandma going wild. Landlord is trying to wrap me in her warm embrace. He says, can't object or get evicted. He says, can't object or I get, get evicted. Uh, Hey, listen. There's a scene. It might not be that bad. My warm embrace. It might not be that bad. And I make it I last be. forever, yeah. babe. Yes, I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. My man said I might get evicted, so I'm going to have to go on over and hang over with Granny. All right, hold on for a second. My man's like, it's because I'm going to get evicted, right? Yeah, I know. I know you got to do what you got to do. Hold on for a second. Let me see. Oh, man, Lord. I'm trying to line it up. My man, <laughs> hold on for a second. My man said, I'm going to get evicted. So CGA, I got to do it, man. My man, he was like, you understand, right? You understand. Yeah, I, it is what it is. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. I know. I can't help you. You got to make the decisions on your own, man. Listen, <laughs> you know, I might get kicked out and lose my residence. So I'm going to go over. I'll just turn the lights down. That's going to be a sad moment when you realize what you're doing is while you're going to be. While you're going to be in her warm embrace. Right around your hip area, you're going to feel where her breasts are, right? You're going to be like, wait a minute. What's down here keep hitting me in my abdominals? You're going to be just a pushing and shoving. And down here is going to be, you're going to be like, this don't make no sense. It's going to feel like rib cage up here. And you're going to feel lumps down by your abdomen. And for some reason, during that period, you're going to think this is interesting and you might be excited about it. But after you finish, you're going to actually be to feel despicable. You're going to feel like the dirtiest human being on earth. <laughs> you're going to feel like the dirtiest human being on earth and you're going to be able to feel down bad. You're going to be sitting there on the edge of the bed after you finish. <sighs> I know I did not believe I would be aroused by such a thing. Matter of fact, that orgasmic bliss was the best orgasm I've ever had. I never came as hard as I just came now. But something tells me now that as I look back at the damage that I've done, that I'm absolutely a despicable disgrace of a man. I cannot let anybody know what I just did. And she's all touching you with her damn gremlin hands. 
She talking with her mental breath. She putting that thing right on your shoulder. She like, watch this. She putting on your shoulder. You're like, ah, the hell. Just previously, you was pushing and shoving. But now you're like, get that damn thing away. What is that? Mm. <laughs> nasty boy, stand up. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, that brother My man, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. But every man has to learn. Every man has to learn. Yeah. You're going to see they're going to be a jar, a clear. They're going to be a jar with her teeth in it. And then she'll, before you leave, she'll get the teeth out. She'll get the teeth out. And she'll put her. You can't wait to get up. <laughs> oh man it's a bad place for men but men let's just admit i know men are like i've never done something as reprehensible don't lie hey man the best thing about men's space is that we don't have to lie to each other we don't have to lie we're not going to get away with lying here okay so we do have to be straightforward you know Men that lie, they, they're the clearest liars on the internet. I only bang eights, nines, and tens. And then I got clear evidence that they are with the ugliest women on earth. Sometimes they're with men who look like women. And they're out here telling you they macking down the best of the best. And it's a clear lie. I got the evidence. <laughs> Listen, I got the evidence, bro. Like, they, they out here on the internet lying to y'all ninjas. And I'm like, okay, what, what, what's this picture? Like, what's this right here? <laughs> who is he who is he <laughs> who this be right here who, who is this right here that you taking a picture with hmm? is this your girlfriend actually interesting this is your girlfriend ah hmm. you mr mac daddy though <laughs> we don't let men lie in here this the real red pill this ain't that blurple pill that y'all be listening to and this ain't the game and the puas who got their fat wife tucked over in the corner, all right, while they doing a live stream. Honey, can you keep it down? I'm telling the men out here how much game I have. Keep it down. I'm mean, like, let her come behind the screen for 10 seconds, and you're going to be like, yo, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> this who you bragging about, Ninja? <laughs> So here, this is the real. This is the realest show. We don't lie. But we teach you how to overcome. We teach you how to overcome. And not hit with post-nut clarity. Because post-nut clarity is real, bro. Post-nut clarity real. <laughs> anyway, we got Dejan. He says, these kids be telling all they mama's business. This straggle is evicted, thrown in jail, and kicked off. Section eight. All right. It's a clip. It's a link, but I can't grab the link. Let me see here. And I got a preview of beforehand. But uh, if you missed yesterday's show, I actually showed you about uh, th these kids going in on a single mother, telling her the truth, telling her the same truths that men have telling told the world about single mothers, what we don't like and her own kids. If you missed it and if we have time later, maybe today I'll replay the video. Her own kids put her in her place. 
All right, Kaylin says, if a woman truly loved their husband, they wouldn't cheat or divorce them, knowing that these acts would cripple them. He says, men do the most for love, hence us really being the ones in love. And I agree to that extent. It is the men today that are the hopeless romantics. We are the ones. We're the ones that are the hopeless romantics. Um, but yeah, you you see people doing some despicable things like trying to financially punish, uh, handicap, uh, you know, uh, uh, men after they're no longer with them. That's not love. They never were in love with that person. If they were, it was for a short period of time. They then were for the majority of that relationship attached to the person, either through legal or financial means. And they stuck around only for the attachment. Then when shit hits the fan, right? At the end of the relationship, then there's going to be the things that she says the guy was. Oh, he was verbally abusive. He attacked me. Um, he stopped coming home from work. He would go to the titty bar. I found out he was cheating. Uh, like, that's at the end of the relationship. There's going to be a five-year window in between that where she was just riding the shit out because she was paying the bills. <laughs> she was just riding it out. Y'all was catching each other doing weird shit. She was like... She was withholding sex. You, you started looking the other way. You started giving her that weird feeling. And then towards the end, then that's the shit she says. Oh, he started doing this and he started smoking, staying out late. He started doing this. He didn't take. He golfs. He golfs all the time. She will make that sound like the entire relationship, but it was only at the end. But that point she was already cut. She already uh, emotionally divorced him. Guys. Let me tell you something. I tell you how this works. I'm going to tell you how this works. The shit you hear from a woman is oftentimes not indicative of the entire relationship. If it is, she's an idiot for sticking around. Oh, he beat me up. Oh, really? Yep, the entire relationship. Well, what about the three kids you pushed out? What about the three kids you pushed out? Was he beating you up then? <laughs> Explain that shit. Why was you just getting whipped in the road and getting the big boot the entire time? It, it wasn't the case. It was not the case. All right, here we go. <laughs> Where are we at? And never believe a woman say she's in an abusive relationship. My, my last relationship, I was in an abusive relationship. If you believe that, I got, I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. It's, a off, it's oftentimes an absolute lie. It's an absolute lie. If it's true... This is this is a sign for you to run away from that woman. Run clear away. Because it's a half truth at best. Or she has poor judgment in men and she's sitting next to you is another poor judgment in men. So run away. If she says she was in an abusive relationship, ask her who was the abuser. That's the first thing you ask her. Oh, well, who was the abuser? She's going to be like, what? <laughs> you just said you were in an abusive relationship I want to know who the abuser was because there was two of you I'm just going to assume you're tattletaling now you're ratting on yourself no <laughs> she's like really how dare you <laughs> I'm offended well guess what date's over anyway I'm out <laughs> Jones GCGA, the boss, donating from my job today. And we getting brothers through a hard labor, man. We getting y'all through this hard labor. 
All right, with this, the best entertainment here on YouTube. The best entertainment here on YouTube. I got a cool, I got this video that I can't show on YouTube, but it's a it's a couple in the elevator. And um, it's the couples in the, in, the, in the elevator, and um, they're duking each other out. The guy gets in the elevator. He's already bleeding, so he's already been punished. But you don't see that part. Um, so they're in the, in the elevator, and they're just they're going at it. A couple, man, a male and a female, and it's bloody, right? And then it, towards the end of the duking out, he goes to kiss her, and you can kind of see her resisting. But then they leave the elevator. They probably went in and had makeup sex. They come back in the elevator. It's blood everywhere. Guess what they're doing? Guess what they do when they come back to the elevator? It's blood everywhere. I can't show it because it's pretty graphic and it's fighting. Um, what, do, what do you think they did when they got back to the elevator? My man Gear Z Nat got it. He said, boning, sniggling, laughing. Yep, Warplug got it. They start cleaning the elevator. They're cleaning it. She's helping him clean the elevator. He's patched up. He was bleeding like crazy. He's patched up. She cleaned all the blood off her face, wiped it up, and they got a they got it. They had a bucket and sponges, and they just cleaning it down. Now, now, my question to you is. How, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? These people think they're in love. They think they're for each other. They think, oh, we got to work it out. They think that this sort of abuse is uh, spices up the bedroom and make up the breakup. And it wasn't the first time they went duking at each other. Wasn't the first time. But this type of toxic love people get in. So when if a person comes back and say they were in an abusive relationship for seven years, that person's toxic as hell. The victims, the so-called victim, the woman, she's super toxic. Because she probably did shit like that and stayed with the guy and produced another baby and said she was in love and went to marriage counseling and tried to work this shit out and left and came back and left and came back. Man, leave them alone, bro. Yep, drugs. Drugs were a part of it. Alcohol was a part of it. Substance abuse. It wasn't just that it was an abusive relationship physically. It was a substance abuse relationship. They're leaving that part out. They're leaving that part out. See, I'm not dealing with that shit. Soon as I hear it, oh, you were a part of an abusive relationship? That's your sign to leave, guys. Because mm. many times, as we say, statistically, the victim is often the instigator or the aggressor. We showed you that statistically. It wasn't a one-sided deal. It was both participating in it, right? So there's an instigator. There's an agitator. There's an aggressor. Then there's a respondent. That respondent overpowers them. The agitator gets the most of the physical signs of it so uh an abusive relationship is a collaborative effort an abusive relationship is a collaborative effort more times than not there's two people participating not just one mm. i'm helping you guys out so you can ignore or so you can actually recognize the sign of toxic people and not recognize or try to make somebody the victim and the the demon both of them are demons and both deserve each other. They don't deserve you. All right. Just recognize this shit. And recognize the aspects of drug and substance abuse. These people oftentimes have that co coexisting with domestic violence. Okay. I'm helping you men recognize this shit. 
All right. So anyway, never fall for the goofy. No government name. CGA, my ex-wife keeps calling the police to my house for wellness checks in the middle of the night. I got the report, nine of them. And she is saying all type of false stuff to get them there. Do you think it's worth it to sue her for harassment? Um, unfortunately, the family court does not work in your favor. You can take her to court. And um, the thing about the family court is that they don't punish. There's no punishment. They're, they're an administrative court. Therefore, they cannot deal out punishments unless there's a violation of, of the, the, the judge's order, a.k.a. contempt. So what you will do is I say take her to court, file an ex parte. I'm not giving you legal advice. Tell the judge what is happening. The judge is going to put maybe in the court orders, uh, don't do this anymore. And then at that point, you can take her back if she violates that. But there's nothing going to happen. They don't throw her in jail. They don't slap her on the wrist. They don't handcuff her. They don't do anything. Maybe if she keeps doing it, you can say she's um, causing some sort of mental anguish, some stress, interfering. Maybe sometimes she's um, uh, there's something else here. She's she's litigating too much or causing too much things to litigate you that force you into economic bad conditions um, and, and or to try to catch you slipping. Maybe you can get her punished there, but then there's still no punishment. Many times she might lose custody temporarily, temporarily. Women that get punished through court, they lose custody temporarily. Six months later, they come back. They come back like this to the judge. The judge reinstates the court order, the original order. Nothing's going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but if you do want to do it, it's going to cost you $5,000, a lawyer retainer. I hope you got it. Take her into court. You can represent yourself too. File it. But nothing's going to happen. They're not going to throw her in jail. <laughs> sad it's sad it's it's sad that's our reality as fathers and um you know most of the time they could use these defense forces simp enforcers uh which is the child support the cps uh the court of public opinion simp men um um family their family cousins monster in-laws uh your job they can risk your employment all to terrorize you because they're la yarona they're like Yarona. They want to ruin your relationship and they want to make you embarrass. They want to embarrass you. That's what they seek. But I would just say file. Keep the evidence. Keep the police reports. Take her in for an emergency petition hearing. Um, or, or you can wait your five weeks to see the judge. And if she continues to do it, then you can um you can at least get in the orders that she needs to stop, make the judge aware of it so that if it happens again, then you can show the judge she she's she, she's continuing. Then maybe she loses company custody temporarily. That's all. That's all. I mean, that's the that's the best advice that I can give you, and it's not legal advice. But I just saved you. <laughs> Somebody said, wash your hands of them damn kids. Depending on the age of the kids, wash your damn hands. That's pretty good advice as well. <laughs> if your kids are under 13, wash your damn hands. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If your kids are under 13. You might want to stick it out. If your kids are 14, 15. All right, skedaddle, move to another state. Far, far away from the motherfuckers. <laughs> far, far away. And she'll get what she wants. Now, just know once she gets what she wants, she's going to still play the victim. Oh, he left us. He not paying no child support. He don't care for his kids. Guys, with these people, you can't win. Most of the time, it's a no-win situation. 
all for all because y'all wanted to get laid. <laughs> y'all wanted some peace leave and you wanted the nut inside of a woman. Remember this. Remember this. All because you were in love. All because you were in love and you decided to nut in a woman. This is what it boils down to. And here you ninjas are. Congratulations, guys. You won. You're the best ones out here. <laughs> you become a criminal because you wanted to be in love. Men become criminals because you are in love. Now, some guys can work it out, and some guys just decide to be henpecked. Some guys decide to ride that shit out and play the ring game. But because you were in love, the, the cost of love not working for you is you're a criminal. You ain't never got a parking ticket or a you barely got any moving violations. You've never been pulled over by the police. But now you're an all-out criminal in the courts and the court of public opinion because you were in love. Yeah. Am I lying? Guys, look, you might not like what I'm saying, but am I lying? <laughs> Y'all can act like I'm making this shit up. I got story after story after story. There's men here telling their story, looking it for advice. I ain't lying, mother suckers. I'm just telling you what it is. You ain't never been a criminal. But because you got into a marriage or a you had woman knock the woman up, you a goddamn criminal in the eyes of the damn world. And there's no out. There's nothing you can do to beat it. Like whatever you do to beat it, you just basically have to say, well, I'll take a loss over here. <laughs> you basically just choosing, picking your poison. Okay, how do you like to die, fast or slow? I'll take slow death. Here we go. Yep. Men have become criminals in this country because of divorce. Men have become criminals in this country because they knocked up and skeeted in a woman. Men have never gone to court for a speeding ticket, but they in court every week because guess what? This woman's not happy. I'm not happy. You getting sued left and right because you skeeted in a woman's guts because you were in love. But you ain't never been to court anywhere else. You ain't never been civilly sued. You ain't never been to a traffic court. You ain't never had a criminal, no misdemeanors, nothing. <laughs> you just got, went to work and came back. Your boring ass went to work, came back, went to work, came back, went to work. Now you a criminal. Tell these guys that are listening to me and these women that are listening to me that I'm not making this shit up. You just heard this guy. He like, I just want to be a father to my kids. So you're claiming he's a criminal. Yeah, what a criminal act. Yeah, let's make this guy's life miserable and give him no legal recourse. Yeah, I just want to be a father to my kid. Leave me alone other than that. Yep, you criminal cocksucker. Yeah. What a bad guy. Then when he skedaddles and leaves the state, Oh, what a horrible man. Still a criminal. Still a criminal. <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do? Go kiss the woman's foot? No, it is what it is. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan. Coach, you have opened my eyes significantly. My boy divorced his wife and ended up marrying a divorced woman that had five kids and now six. At that moment, I knew 
humanity was over. Go ahead and hit the Undertaker bell. Man, it's sad. I don't know why men do that. Guys, married men, when you get divorced, stay away from marriage for at least a good five years. No love, no marriage. Just rent broads and have some fun. Travel. <laughs> Go enjoy, enjoy fat girls off of Tinder. All right. Do not remarry. You actually are just making it worse. Statistically, it's going to be a disaster. Let me get back to these super chats in the show and the main event. Where are we at here? The dictator says, just donating for my baby mama's bath towel and soap fund. All right. Thank you, brother. Uh, we got Rob, Roberto Moreno. Don't say, don't say CGA didn't warn you. Goat. Schwan TV curses brought to you by BET. <laughs> All right. John Ellison, coach, you need to make a day. Wait, you need to make a drop that says allegedly. Yeah, I do. So that you can hit, just hit the buzz, buzzer or the button instead of trying to explain to these haters. Indeed, I do need an allegedly button. Angel says, coach, uh, know this from experience because he used to bang out granny's dentures. All right. He says, and then see the gummy smile after he conquered. I don't know. I've never got a gummy like that, but never say never. Last one, MC Hamster. Oh, we got two more. He says, uh, CJ, I'm down 35 pounds after a breakup, mid-30s body. He says, best body I've ever had. You're right. 90% of the XXs don't appeal. He says, every day you prove the risk reward ain't worth it. Yeah, man. Mid-30s was the best for me physically and mentally. Um, and then after that, I got a lot of clarity. 90% um, of women are unappealing to me to have anything other than a fast romp, Right. And even then, I'm like, is it going to be worth it? Like, if she would have to be just on my couch, laying there, ready to go. I'm making no additional effort other than that. All right, let's just make it. And please leave immediately afterwards. P don't talk to me. <laughs> All right, if it's not that easy, please. No, man. No, man. Please stop. I'll be coming in with bags of groceries all the way, holding them up with my pinkies, with my mail in my mouth, holding my key ring and shit like this. And then I see her on the couch and be like, oh, well, what the hell? That's how easy it would have to be. That's how easy it would have to be. And it would have to be that much easier after I'm finished. Meaning that as soon as I'm finished, she helps put the groceries back and then gets out of town. All right. Yeah, she gets completely out of town. Other than that, not worth it. <laughs> where we at the pua says leave us game guys alone bro geez dude shout out to you pua guy all right let's get back to the main event we yeah yeah we gotta learn today we still gotta learn still gotta learn all right we gotta do this here we gotta take you to the eva pigford eva eva pigford divorce also known as eva marcel marcel uh let's take a look here the i know her from the america's top model I think she was a winner, but um, this was long, long time ago. I think I was married by that, but apparently she's filed for divorce. Now, that's not the biggest caveat there. There's something that this guy has uh, earned for himself, and here it is. His name is Michael Sterling, and uh, she's divorced after five measly-ass years of marriage. Oh, they were going to make it work. They were going to make it last, make it last forever, but they made it for five years. It's not a matter of if, 
It's a matter of when. And the majority of people will be in this situation. The average length of a marriage that ends a divorce is eight years. Not 20, not 30, not 50, eight measly years. And they couldn't even hit that. They ran right into the marriage wheel. And sometimes the more money you have or the more status or how much more famous you have, it's accelerated. It's marriage and divorce on steroids. All right, so this isn't the best picture of her. She's actually, uh, if you see by the thumbnail, she's actually an attractive caramel girl. Um, and I don't know who this guy is, so I can't report on that. But I'm going to read what Hollywood Unlock has to say. And then we're going to read an article. Almost After almost five years of marriage, Eva Pigford has called it quits. She is the person who pulled the plug. But I'm sure it's Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And she reportedly filed for divorce from her soon-to-be ex-husband, Michael Sterling. The real, the former real housewives of Atlanta star is believed to have filed the court paperwork on March 23rd at the Superior Court in Fulton County, citing that their marriage is irretrievably broken. Interesting. And that there is no prospects for reconciliation. Well, that's according to her. We'll find out if that's according to him. And according to the couple, they share two children. And I can't name the children because we don't do that here. Though it is unclear whether the pair has reached a custody agreement as of yet. Probably not. Fans will undoubtedly be surprised by the news, given that it is just in October where Marcial, or we'll call her Ava, celebrated her fourth wedding anniversary as she gushed about the love for her man. So what went wrong in that short amount of time? Says right here, happy anniversary, Mr. Sterling, according to her. Four years married, four measly years married, almost eight years in love and a lifetime to go. She wrote. You are my every breath. Oh, wait a minute. This deserves some music. I repeat, happy anniversary, Mr. Sterling. Our love is like no other love. We have a real love. Four measly years of legal entanglement and almost eight years in lust and limerence and a lifetime to go. Unfortunately, she also says, you are my every breath. The best decision I've ever made. I love you, baby. Take these broken wings. Yeah, man. Real love. She said, you're the best decision I ever made, brother. Oh, my Lord. And what happened? Less than a year later, she says, when Sterling took to the comment section telling Eva just how much he loved her, he says, you should let me love you. He says, I'm so in love with you. She replied, sir, I'm so in love. All right, man, man, let me go south fast, man. Love ends fast. And when it ends, it gets ugly. So let's go ahead and take you to that part of the story here. Um, Apparently, apparently he says, I'm not giving up on my love. All right, I'm going to love you forever. All right, let me see. This article is actually, it's messing up here. Let me go ahead and reset it. All right, it's messing up. He says, I'm not giving up on this love. So you caught me cheating. It wasn't me. You caught me with the neighbor. It wasn't me. You caught me at the strip club. It wasn't me. You caught me banging your best friend. It wasn't me. Do you think he was cheating on her? Do you think she found him cheating? Now, my question is, is there a is there a penalty for cheating? Should there be a penalty for cheating in the past? 
there was a great, great penalty for cheating. In fact, in order to get divorced, you had to prove that there was an affair or some sort of physical violence. So that would make it legit. But now you could just say, you could just say this. I'm not happy. And then we just have to assume that the marriage is irretrievably broken. But now if the man cheats, I have a question, ladies. Ladies, I have a question. If the man cheats, does he have to pay the financial penalty? Or can you just walk away with the shirt on your back and split the kids up amicably and then go go get a job at Subway? Why can't you do that? Ladies, why can't you do that? Like you told him, you are my lady. Or he said it, my girl. Yeah, everything got dream of whoa, whoa, whoa. You, now, he said that he made the financial plan, the legal plan. He had kids. He put babies in you. And he might have piped down his neighbor. Does he now have to pay you child support? Does he now? Because you said I would never leave you. Right. But now I would never take my kids. I take your kids away. But because he's cheated now, he's got to pay. Is that fair? Right. And he's like, don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go. Don't go. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. I love you so. Now he's singing. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Now, why is he saying don't leave me, leave me, leave me? Well, because it's cheaper to keep her, you ninjas. It's cheaper to keep her. Now this ninja groveling. Ex Real Housewife of Atlanta star Eva Marcel files for divorce from husband Michael Sterling demanding child support. Wow, that went left. I thought he was the best decision you ever made. Child support? Why are you putting the ninja on child support? What is this shit? Because she's punishing him for something he must have did. Now, there is no longer love. There is attachment. And the attachment is not there. Now there's pain. There shouldn't be any child support here. I look both of their net worths up. According to the internet, they're both worth the same amount of money. But there's child support because she's going to play the evil witch now. She's going to punish him for something he did, which is not fair in the world now. Where's the love now? Now, let me tell you something here. This ain't even the worst of it. This ain't even the worst of it. There's something even more worse and despicable in this divorce, allegedly. <laughs> you don't want to know what's despicable I'll read an article the Eva has slapped her husband Michael Sterling with divorce papers according to this website and allegedly according to the documents the America's top model star has filed her petition in Georgia and I'll paraphrase and there they are there there's the happy couple well he's leaning in she's not where's our body language experts at Donovan get in here Eva listed the date of her marriage, October 7, 2018, and says that they are currently living in a bona fide state of separation. The couple shares three minor children. Wait a minute. I thought they said two children. I read earlier, according to the internets, I'm going to go back. They said right here. It says right here. They have two children. The couple shares two. We're not sure of the custody agreement yet. The couple shares two children and they list them. 
Where did the third children come in? Hold up. Wait a minute. Who are you? Interesting. Do you think that's going to be an interesting detail there? Three children? Hmm. The couple shares three children, and they named them. And it says Eva had a daughter. I'm not going to name the daughter. With her ex-husband, Kevin. But her husband has raised her. Wait. But her husband had raised her on his own. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Eva Pigford was previously married. Two-time loser. Two-time loser. Watch you guys. Second marriages, they are not going to work. There's only one way it works, and is that that your goofy ass just does want to save face. You want to save face and ride out the pain. You don't want to be a two-time loser. So she's already a two-time loser here. And she says she's had a child, the previous child with the husband, Kevin, who I don't know. But this guy, Michael, has raised the daughter from Kevin as his own child. I'm reading the article. Interesting. That's where the third child comes in. Eva demanded primary custody of the kids. What's wrong with these independent women? What's wrong with this shit? Why are you punishing the man? Because you're not happy. What is this shit? I'm not happy. <laughs> I thought you loved them. Why are you getting primary custody? Why? What kind of feminist shit is this? Why are you getting primary custody? This man raised your kid as his own. And now she's also asking for child support from Michael for the three kids. Oh, hell no. Send it. Send it. For the three. Wait a minute. He's going to pay child support for a kid that he's raised as his own? That wasn't his kid. What did he do? What did he do? The Bravo stars asked that Michael be ordered to contribute to the care and maintenance of the children, including medical bills. What did he do? Step daddy, step dummy. You big dummy. The Real Housewife star said she is entitled to the divorce based on the grounds that the marriage is irretrievably broken with no chance of reconciliation. Interesting. Eva said that during the marriage, the parties have acquired various assets known and unknown to Eva, meaning I don't know what it is, but there's something there, tangible and intangible. They always keep in score on y'all ninjas. Your wife right now is keeping tabs on you, ninja. Everything you spend, every property you buy, everything you do, everything you go, everywhere you go, she keeping scores. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, intangible, intangible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But she's submitting to you temporarily, conditionally. But as the, as the time goes on, she's just a watching you, watching you. Your wife's watching you. She's taking notes. She's got notes in her phone. She's got diaries. She's got forensic accountants. She's got attorneys. She's got, oh, baby, we bought another vacation property in Turks and Caicos. Yes, thank you, baby. Writing it down. Turks and Caicos property. We bought another Lambo. We bought another Porsche. Honey, I'm so proud of you. But naturally, she's jealous. But I'm going to write it down. We got a McLaren. We got a Porsche. Oh, he bought it. He bought this. He bought a new computer. He bought this. He bought that. 
and the intangibles. You guys got to understand how this works. Her conditions, her surrender to you is conditional. If it doesn't work out, I have acquired various assets, known and unknown, and those children, they mine, though. They ain't yours. And it says right here, Eva should be awarded an equitable division of all marital assets, both real and personal. Oh, they get personal on your ass. Now it turns into business. Now it turns into business, and I need every penny that I'm entitled to. See, y'all just thought this was love. This was the biggest trick in the world. Marriage is the biggest tricking. It is, and it's the biggest pimping that she is, guys. You guys keep worrying about tricks. These are the biggest tricks in the book because he going to pay. He didn't have to pay up front, but he going to pay on the back end. Further, she wants Michael to pay her legal bills in the case. Oh, Jesus. This girl's reprehensible. Good Lord. Of the humanity. So wait a minute. You're going to file the case? You're going to file the case? You're going to go and investigate him, and then you're going to take the kids, and then he's going to pay the bill. Oh, my Lord. Just, I mean, what? And now, the, the crux of the situation. Since she has checked the box that he's going to pay the legal bills, it's all but a check on the box. It's no big deal. He can just file in reverse and say, that bitch pay her own legal bills. But now you wonder why he's groveling back. I want to make it work, baby. Oh, it's too late. She's already revealed her hand. She's the dirtiest player in the game. See, here's the deal. If she gets you to believe that you're going to have to pay the legal bills, she has no problem dragging this shit out because she's like, he going to pay for it in the end. He's going to pay by dragging it out. Just concede and leave. Leave me with the kids. Leave me with the money I'm entitled to and get out of my life. But now there's an incentive for her if he drags it on and fights for the love or fights for his kids. Now he's going to get punished for doing so. This is how the legal family court system works. This is how Dr. Dre had to concede that the that the prenup was valid. He basically didn't lose the case that it was valid when she contested it. She was receiving spousal support temporarily in the neighborhood of $1 million, and that was funding her legal costs to continue dragging on the case. So this is typically what happens. Every dollar he gives goes to the defense fund to push forward in this case, and these greedy-ass attorneys are working on contingency, and they're going to get a cut of this money as well. Mm. So it is damned if you do, damned if you don't. My man should just go ahead and find another country to live in. And if he ever gets back with her, that's the dumbest move. That's like getting it back in bed of a rattlesnake. All right. She's already shown her hand that she's willing to blow your spot up. It says Michael has yet to respond to the court case. And of course, he has 30 to something days to do so. Back in 2020, Ava spoke out about why she legally, legally changed her daughter's name to this ninja's last name. What? <laughs> It gets worse, but, 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 but wait, it gets worse. So let's go ahead and see what her quote is. She said her daughter was born in 2014. She's all of nine years old. And I gave her, I gave the daughter her biological father's name. After two months, we became estranged. What do I tell you? When the kids come, man, she's going to flip. So after two months, She's in postpartum psychosis, allegedly, or depression, or some sort of postpartum. 
all women, 85 percent of women go through a postpartum years, uh, postpartum phase where, where the marriage is going to get difficult because she's somewhat out of her mind. OK, so after two months after the baby's there, they break up. And she raised the child, as she says here, as a single mother. Here y'all dumbass black men come. Single mother, you the princess warrior, you the queen. You overlook all the bullshit and you jump right in two feet. And then the good Lord saw fit for me to meet an amazing man. And he's not so amazing now. Michael Sterling, who had became my husband and the father of my later children. Two children in. Long story short, we all have the last name Sterling. And my daughter, who has another biological father, and had the biological father's last name, who somehow is not present in the child's life, but was married. How did that happen? Well, she filed for, probably filed for divorce in primary physical custody of the child. The father said, F them kids. And he's the bad guy. But the daughter had the father's uh, last name. And she says, I saw it necessary. And Mike saw it necessary to change her name to Sterling. So the step baby the stepdaughter took this ninja, Captain Save Him, last name. And this is his reward. This is his reward. He going to be paying child support because he legally is not the dad, stepdad that left. He's the dad that stepped up. And your reward is you're about to pay child support. For a biological child that is not yours, that is a minor, and that you simply gave your last name. I can tell you what. If this is not an apex predator, allegedly, I don't know what is. She continued, we're going to work through the process. I must say it is not an easy process, and it is not for the faint of heart. Oh, she's like, this about to get ugly. Says right here, but we've been working through it, and of as of yesterday, I can say uh, thanks to the Honorable Judge Manning here in the Fulton County Court for granting me the name change for my daughter. Oh, what a special case. So there you guys go. There you guys go, guys. Take a look. Take a look what love is right here. Take a look, guys. Now, let me tell you something. Somebody said this is a skit. This is, this is a fantastic skit. This could be a movie script. If this was a movie script, you wouldn't believe it. But this is real life. These are real people. These are real children. These are real cases. And let me tell you something. This case, this case is very common. There are men going through this every day. They don't have a platform. They don't have a YouTube. Many times the courts punish them for speaking out. The men can't speak out. Most people are normies and they're going to just take the woman's side. And then they will say something like, well, he cheated on her. So he deserves this. That's despicable. Nowhere and anywhere says an affair means that he should be punished in this way. But if you believe so, you're one of the reasons why I tell men not to get married to these people because that's not part of the contract. It is not even a reason to divorce because of no-fault divorce. An affair is not even proof or evidence needed in the case. All you have to say is, I'm not happy, right? So it's not that he cheated. There's no punishment for cheating in the court. None. The judge don't give a rat's ass. It's not even applicable to the case. It's not even applicable. I'm not but happy. 
<laughs> but in our world, this is how we're conditioned to believe shit like that. Oh, and we don't even know he cheated. We have no clue. But people are saying, well, if he cheated, he deserves this penalty. Mm. Now, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. For people who believe this and saying, yes, if he in fact cheated, he deserves this. I'm going to ask you this, and I'm going to prove you to be a hypocrite. If she cheated on him, which is very likely, does she get to lose her kiss custody of her kids? Does she have to pay child support? Does she get to lose the equitable division in her properties? Let me ask you that. I want to hear the shit now. Uh-huh. Where is it at now? Watch y'all go tuck your tail. Where are you at now? Do women get to pay this penalty? When women cheat and they're doing it greater than most husbands, and it's proven, documented, where is it at now? Huh? When women cheat on their men, do they get to pay the same penalty? The answer is no. Nope. Nobody ever would do that, and no man would ever do that to a woman in court because he can't. He can't go to a judge and say, hey, she cheated. She gets to lose all her property in custody, right? Judge will laugh his ass out of the courtroom. Judge will laugh him out of the courtroom and say, son, that's not how it works here. But for some reason, we get to keep putting these things on men. The hypocrisy, the double standards. If she fails to give him sex, does he get to run up in the courtroom and say, well, I had no choice. She stopped being intimate with me. The judge will laugh his ass out of the courtroom and say, sir, that's not how marriage works. Should have learned how to pipe her down. She don't get to lose because of you not piping her down, sir. And you're wrong. for It doesn't work that way. And this is the hypocrisy of these cases in the public opinion. So this is what he has to look forward to. And this is his reward for being a step dummy. This is his reward for being with a single mother who already were, had social proof that she would um, that she would take a child away from another man. And she probably gave this man all he was an abuser and he didn't do this and he didn't do that. Two months after a child's born, she takes the child away from the other guy. And you still married her. Guys, sometimes you get what you deserve out here. You get what you deserve. Anyway, what a world, man. I don't want you guys to be angry. What I want you to do is adjust to the game. This is a business. Love is a business. Love is not a house, ninja. Mm. <laughs> You're in love. She's in business. And it gets proven every single time. It gets proven every single time. Let me get to some super chats, and then I'll show you the other video of the children tearing down the single mother, um, her own, their own single mother. All right, we'll show that. She asked you for it. Remind me. Cesar Ramirez, shout out to you. King of Spades, no lies told here, fellas. We don't lie. One thing you want to get here is a lie. What you will get is some hardcore truth. And if it makes you miserable and depressed, well, you don't know that I'm trying to set you free. I'm trying to give you a better life. Nate Bitt said, coach, in many states like Michigan, infidelity is a felony. He says, probably a uh, problem is finding a prosecutor to pursue it. It'll never be pursued. Never. Guys, some of these things that happen in relationships aren't pursued unless, they're, uh, unless there's a court order. Or if the woman brings charges by a temporary restraining order, all right, and it goes to the uh, the actual court, which is the judicial court. Other than that, these things he cheated on me means nothing. I mean, instead, you know, there's some states that South Carolina, um, there's a there's a there's a um, there's a law in the books 
that is still on the books where a person can be sued if you I want to get the phrasing right. If you if you cheat on them, you basically did something. Uh, somebody bring it up. I can't remember it, but it's like you took their love away and used it against them. Somebody come up with the term. I can't remember. Alienation of affection. Alienation of affection is the law. Look it up. Alienation of affection. So um, if there's alienation of affection, meaning you took the love away, you took the sex away and you gave it to somebody else and you were married, alienation of affection can be used, but not many states have this. I believe South Carolina has it. Maybe Michigan has it. Um, and you can sue somebody. You can litigate on this, but you're going to have to probably have evidence. Uh, let's see here. Thank you for the brothers who came in. All right, uh, let's see here. Let me check uh, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and all of that stuff. And that several women have been sued on alienation of affection, by the way. Several men have sued women on in South Carolina on alienation of affection. And I think one guy won. One guy won big. He took his wife for alienation of affection, and he won. So, uh, But you're suing women. They ain't got no money. <laughs> All right, you're just suing for suing purposes. All right, they ain't paying the shit. I showed you with Amber Heard. They ain't paying nothing. Shout out to Kayla says, divorce men such as yourself, CGA, have earned the right to turn to the dark side in a time where ex-exes are giving out sex like hotcakes. He says, what is the purpose of getting married? That has been removed. He says, you don't need to buy the cow when you're getting the milk for essentially free. Essentially free. Indeed. Somebody says, still sue, though. Yeah, one of the things that men have to do is get uh, litigious with women as they are litigious with us. One of the biggest things I would tell men, and if you have the resources or the time, you're wasting time, but men have to start suing women for things to change. You guys want things to change, and you're appealing to women, and you're waiting for just pearly things to save you. You guys are morons. You're waiting to march, and you're trying to hire lobby. You don't. Men don't spend money. That's the problem. You don't spend money either on yourself, or you don't support other men that are helping you. All right? You just want every solution to be free, and then so some moral compass some moral justice well that's not how it works number one spend money on yourself number two spend money for your causes number three spend money for lobbyists and politicians spend money for content creators that are putting their neck and name and reputation and likeness on the line spend money suing these women stop going and appealing to people's moral compass this is black men's issue and this is men's issues overall you're trying to appeal to what's right that's not how it works in america Money talks, bullshit walks. That's how it works, <laughs> right? If you want it to be different, go move somewhere else where you have a real patriarchy. Right now we have a matriarchy and gynocentrism. That's what we have, all right? So get it through your skull. Morality has nothing to do with anything here in America. We're already in the levels of corruption that we will never overcome. So period. Everybody's in the corrupt position and everybody's out for themselves. Money talks, bullshit walks. And if you broke, that's your problem. <laughs> All right, TJ, uh, my man, the chopper, TJ Ship is in the building. Women spend money. They spend money for their causes. They support their causes. They stay on code even though they hate each other. They, 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 they have lobbyist groups. When women support, when women make cases, they support no matter what. They believe all women. They meet to. But you ninjas, we are all diced up and split up competing on which 
which which which uh tactics works against women as if they're dumb. We need to start educating men that women are not dumb. Women are smart, very smart human beings. I respect women on that. And as such, you ninjas acting like you can go in and just strangle a rattlesnake. All right. You guys, that's what I think guys are that are telling guys run masculine frame and do all of this shit. You guys are trying to strangle alligators. <laughs> you guys are trying to go in and go catch rattlesnakes by the tail. That's what you're doing because you don't respect women. You think they're dumb. You think they fly by night. You think they're less than that's going to be your problem. That's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to fail with them. And we always fail thinking that they're less than because we're bigger and stronger. They're not less than. Now, they can't move the refrigerator or they can't move the sofa. That doesn't mean they're less than. The best thing you tell your basketball team or your football team is always to respect your opponent. When you get on the field to play, respect your opponent. Anybody can be get beat on any given day. But when you walk in with disrespect, yes, there are, there are opponent in many cases. When you walk in with disrespect, and disrespecting your opponent, and you dancing, and you doing the Dion, and you showboating your ass, that's when you get your ass handed to you. It's when you get your ass handed because they're not a lackluster or they're not an unworthy opponent. They're very smart. They know what they're doing going in. That doesn't mean they're coming in with ill intent. Not all the time. They're coming in because they feel a certain way. Listen to me. They feel a certain way, but everything you say about them, just tack right now to everything she says. And that will tell you all you need to know. I feel a certain way about you right now. I love you right now. I would never take the kids away from you right now. You're the best lover I ever had right now. You're the best decision I ever made. Right now. Tomorrow, next year, next week, next millennium is some different shit. And the way the wind blowing could change right now. <laughs> Come on, man. That's how it should work. And you always go in with the right now. This peace leave is yours. I will never give it to another man right now. <laughs> I will never withhold sex from you right now. I will come on, man. Just tack right now to everything they do and everything will be clearer. So then when she hits you with the okie doke, you were like, okay, I was ready for this shit. Bob says, because of your content and others, I'm unable to go back to the blue pill world. Even if I wanted to, I will never be able to be, uh, finessed. You ruined me. <laughs> no, I, I actually set you free. All right, so yes, we don't want to say I ruined you, I set you free. But the thing is, in the movie The Matrix, you can take the red pill or the blue pill. Take the blue pill, you'll go on as you you go on as you um as you as you were. You take the red pill, you'll see everything, you'll have understanding, you'll see things clearer, but you'll never be able to go back. You'll never be able to go back. The Lord told me that when I said I want to be able to better understand women. He says, sure, I'll give you that, but you'll never love a woman ever again. Oh, that's a tough decision. I took the red pill. I took understanding. And thus, soon as I took that pill of understanding, I can never love one ever again. It's difficult for me to love one. 
but I can have fun with one. I can fornicate, but I can never truly love one again, right? I can never truly love in the love that way again. And that goes for even personal situations, right? If I meet a woman, I'm like, hey, I don't fall head over heels for them. I don't fall head over heels for them. And people often ask me, who hurt me? Well, I'm glad you asked. Do you have time, sir? Do you have time? Let's tell them about Patty. Let's tell them about Patty, who had a fatty. And her fatty was so crazy that I decided to get her Addy. And I tapped into that Patty. And I had that fatty bouncing all over Daddy. Oh, yeah. And I fell for her forever that I always resided at her Addy. And I banged that fatty. Yeah, daddy banged that fatty, all right, and made Patty fall in love with daddy. And I became her baby daddy. And, of course, that went left, and she never invited me back to her Addy. See, do you care about who hurt me, or are you just saying that, you goofy sucker? You don't care because I will tell you Patty's Addy, and I will tell you to go do something to Patty, and you ain't going to do shit, so sit your punk ass down. You don't give a shit. You're just saying that. You're just saying that. You don't care. Because if you cared, I'll be like, go get Patty. She the one that did that to me. She did it. But you ain't going to do shit, you coward. So sit down. You don't care who did it. So never ask. <laughs> you don't care. You don't care who did it. Because I just gave you the name and you didn't do shit. You know, I don't care. <laughs> and Patty used to ride in the back of my caddy. She did right in the back of my caddy and she called me granddaddy caddy. And I love Patty until Patty stabbed me in the back all in my damn fatty. <laughs> you don't care. Go get Patty Cates anyway. Yeah, she made me Maddie. She did. And she then I found her in bed with her zaddy. <laughs> I love it brothers thank you for adding to our zat now she was out there getting her cheeks clapped by her zaddy and she didn't give me none of her money at her addy no more shit man come on man stop with the bullshit I want you to go get Patty and do something for her at her addy I'll give you the addy if you want to know but you ain't gonna do shit you coward <laughs> alright where we at here uh, shout out to Ronia says none of these real housewives are truly independent. They're not. He says, um, exact definition of apex predators. Soon we will run out of after daddies. <laughs> yes, we are. We will soon run out after daddies. Shout out to Kobe says coaches, the speaker of truth. Y'all ninjas better listen. I'm putting y'all up. I'm saving y'all's lives out here. Now, if you want love, go get that love. It's going to feel good. If, if you're under 28, man, go get it. It's one of the best feelings in the world when you're that age. All right. So get it, experience it. But when you're in there, don't make any lifelong decisions because, oh, man, you're going to regret it. <laughs> All right. You're going to regret it. Like there's a 90% chance you'll regret it. I want to say 99% chance that you'll regret Everything that happened previous to that, and there is no doubt. All right, so let me see something here. I got to find that video of the kids. I thought I had it up of the kids going in and roasting their single mother. It was a TikTok video. 
think it was a TikTok. Was it a TikTok? Yes, it was a TikTok. All right, so I'm looking through my history. I see a lot of feet pictures here. Definitely see a lot of feet pictures in there. All right, yeah, feet picture collection, uh, barely legal feet. All right, yeah, yeah, I see all that. Okay, yeah, uh, that's not it. Uh, Nigerian women's feet there is there. Nigerian women's feet. Got that uh, uh, fat pink toe feet there. Okay, all right, Miss Piggy toes. All right, that ain't it. All right, let me uh, go up right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, I found it. I found it, I believe. Yes. Uh, nope, that's not it. I thought that was it. I thought it was a TikTok. All right, granny feet there. Granny feet. Okay, yes, boy. Granny feet is there. Um, sorry, guys, I'm sharing. Shouldn't be sharing uh, this type of information with you, but this is some undercover stuff. Maybe it wasn't a TikTok. Maybe it wasn't a TikTok. Maybe it was a Twitter. But uh, I want to show you this. I'm trying to see if I can find it because some of you guys missed the show. <laughs> some of you guys missed the show, right? Uh, let's see. This is, uh, I might not be able to find it. I might be able to better find it on, um, on locals. If you guys bear with me. All right, we're at the three-hour mark. Please excuse my lack of professionalism. Uh, maybe somebody on locals can post it faster. But uh, this this woman, this single mother gets absolutely roasted and these kids are absolutely brutal. But what they're doing is they're telling the truth that a lot of men have um, a lot of men have been trying to say it makes them skittish about single mothers. Right. And so what what then people do is say, well, single mothers aren't that bad. Right. They say single mothers aren't that bad. And what men are saying is it's not that they're that bad. It's just that we can see, obviously, they have flaws. Now, this woman asked her kids about these what they think of her as a single mother. And they had a lot to say that sounds a lot like what we've been saying in this space. They called exactly those same issues out. And these are children. All right. So I got to find the uh, video here. I'm getting close. Bear with me. I see Chris Brown grabbing the girl's cheeks. That's reprehensible. Join me on locals, by the way, coach Greg This is going to be our swan song tonight. Let me see here today until tonight. We do have black Queens there. Maybe I'm not going to be able to find it. Somebody going to have to be quickly link it up at the top of locals. I should have I should have saved it. The kids are taking that red pill. I got to find it because I love it because you guys might have missed it yesterday. What about the guy that the, the, the guy that got shot in uh, Nashville? Do you think there's a conspiracy there or you guys just. Everybody's making a big deal about his shoes. OK, I'm getting closer here. Right. I see a black woman there. She's complaining about men again. All right. Yep. There we go. Right there. I might not be able to find it. That would be sad. Let's see, what is this? Nope. That ain't it. We're getting closer, closer, closer. No. This is what happens, man. All right. Might not be able to do it. Oh, you guys got it? Oh, no. That was the locals link. Locals.com. Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. All right, we're getting mad close now. She got absolutely roasted. I know. This, you guys are like, I want to see it now, Coach. Let me see. Finally dropped the Epstein. We post a lot here. Yeah, it should be in my history. But I, I've been looking at too many feed pictures, so. Oh, shoot. All right, yeah. Oh, I might not be able to find it. Might not be able to find it. Damn shame. All right. So anyway, 
It's on yesterday's show. If you missed yesterday's show, it is there. Nope, that ain't it either. Yep. It must be too far gone back. It must be way too far gone back. All right. So sorry, man. Sorry for building up the hype on this one. Sorry for building up the hype, but it's a very good video. But listen, watch yesterday's show. The timestamps are there, and you'll be able to see all of that of these kids break down the single mother. Yeah, it's way too far back. All right. It's a great video. Anyway, who posted it? Yeah, somebody who posted it. Make yourself known because I can look it up by who posted it. I don't remember. You know, I don't remember her name. All right, but it's on yesterday's show. <laughs> All right, shout out to the coach gang. I got too many feet pictures to go through, so that's why I can't find it as swiftly. And maybe after the show, I'll just enjoy these feet pictures. All right, yeah. Hey, ladies, if you want to be a part of the coach gang and the um, if you want to be a part of the um, where I kick the chair, kick the tires and give you put it to the test, the 52 point inspection, go ahead and sign up. All right, go ahead and sign up to the coach gang. And I'll take care of it. Damn, I'm trying to find it still. I'm trying to see one more thing here. Nope, it's gone. This must be posted days ago. Oh, man, I lost it. Sad, sad. Anyway, that's what we ended the show on. That's what we ended the show on. Shout out to you guys, man. Hit the like button on the way out. And watch yesterday's show. Hit the timestamp so you can get the video. And we out of here. Ladies, thanks for enjoying the show and getting permission from. And we are out. Enjoy Kaylee. Peace. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to.